had some kind of speech uh, um, where he was talking about something when he was a kid, and he's and he said uh, <laughs> he was he was a, 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 a like a pool guy or something like that, and uh, there was this big big dude named Corn Pop he'd come into the, the, the pool and like cause everyone problems and he was like giving him giving Joe shit he's like piece of shit fine uh, uh, you better make me come out and he says he says I got a chain and I went outside I beat the shit out of him he said, it was just Corn Pop was Corn Pop was a bad dude and like the news that came out of it was just like Joe Biden and Corn Rose saying uh, uh, Corn Pop was a bad dude amazing that's everything corn pop. Like I, there's a Matt Matt Austin. He's he's in our he's in our Discord pretty frequently. He's like the meme lord on Twitter. Um, he oh, shared Matt. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, you know, and he he shares he shared a meme today, and it was something like the, along the lines of like you know I criticized Clinton, I criticized Bush, I crit, like I criticized Trump, and I'm going to criticize Biden. And I'm like, man, won't that? And then you know, there's you know because we shouldn't worship our figureheads or whatever. And I'm like. I'm like, before we even get to the punchline, I'm like, man, won't that be good again? I can't wait to go back to being the despot that I truly am because, like, I'm that, like, fight the power, like, get mad at everything. And I'm like, it's no fun with, with uh, like, an actual Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the exaggerations just don't meet yeah reality. yeah the memes don't like they're just depressing it's just it's not a meme it's real life right at that point like, yeah what happens to parody when it becomes reality like it's not fun anymore right exactly so i can't wait to and I, I can't wait to go back to where like I could I could get oh. you know like where where there is some parody and satire again where we're in because satire yeah. is fucking dead right now and I'm like man my favorite type of humor like black comedy and satire and like gallows humor they're just not funny right now they make me depressed. This is true. Well, it's dead because they're real life now. Like yeah. it's not supposed to be. I'm not supposed to live in the Hunger Games for Christ's sake. <laughs> like I. When was when did it turn into the 40k universe? Like, uh, I don't fucking I don't go in the warp anymore. <laughs> <laughs> make a joke about how bad things are when they're really that bad, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's where the like some of the memes have been great, but it's like it's the different type type of laughter where you just like, uh, yeah, like you know, like that anger laughter. Like fuck, I know you're right, kicker. I can't wait to hate my president a normal amount. And that is called bipartisanship, folks. Oh. No, uh, just uh, you talk to you tell the corn pop story. I got to tell the best speech ever given or ever given because uh, Joe Biden has a he had a has had whatever he he has a stammer he has a like a stutter. Um, it's a speech, speech problem. Impediment. He's yeah, he's a speech impediment. He's worked through it, right? Which is you know kind of cool. Like, um, yeah. but like he's also super prone to gaffes, which is beside the point. And I'll never forget. Was it the uh, Deepwater Horizon, the oil spill, or whatever it was? And he goes, "This is a big fucking deal." Like, and I'm just like, "Oh, like I can't wait," because he was just the kooky, weird VP who's yeah. like a little too handsy with people. It was like, and like, he was an awkward uncle. It was okay, <laughs> like it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> Is uh, certainly I'll better than grab him by the eh, eh, like. Oh man! I'll take an awkward uncle over shitty Mussolini. Like, come on, man! 
failed, Mussolini. Let's just. You don't even change. Just failed. Like when you suck more than the guy that got hung by meat hooks. <laughs> God damn it. Like, what, 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 what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't think fighting fascism was going to be looking at a dude that's covered in spray tan. Like, come on. <laughs> at what point? It's 2020. If you're losing your hair, shave it. Like, just take it off. There's so, many things, there's so many things, and that's the problem. There's so many things I want to make fun of Trump about, but they're, like, base level. He's actually a shitty person for things I make fun of him about. Yeah. Like, I want to be a shitty person that makes fun of shitty things, like, oh, look at his fucking hair. No, I have to actually, like, read up on ter on, on the 14 points of fascism from Umberto Echo. Like, I didn't think I was going to become a fucking political analyst just to understand politics right now. Oh. It'll be nice to come back to simpler Christ times. Me. Yeah, like, yes. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I used to just look at dick jokes all the time, and now I got to understand like the impeachment process. I was watching CNN. I've never watched CNN in my fucking life. This I watched. What they've done to me. I watched the House Committee discuss it. I, I, why Dude, am I here? What the fuck? Can I say one thing? I want. I will vote. I don't give a shit who it is. I will vote for any single senator or whatever specifically for this because at one point in time when they said well i yield 30 seconds to so and so the rightful guy of whatever i just wanted them to go up and say trump sucks dicks and then you know, i yield my time and sits back down <laughs> i mean that, that that kind of happened i can't remember it was uh, one of the senators like he just like like he just mic dropped amazingly yeah. So that was there. Yeah, that... there was a couple of good ones, but I just want that direct, like, "Yo, this guy fucking sucks," <laughs> and then that's it. Well, well, that's a that might be one of the better cold opens in the history of of Rantcast. Uh, I see chat gangs here. We got Sajil, uh, who I believe is uh, with your crew, isn't he? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sajil's awesome. Yeah. I'm in a D and D campaign with him right now. So <laughs> necrolepsy, resubbing for 16 years. Saying, bring back boring politics. I agree. <laughs> I gotta ask. Do you say years on purpose? Yes. Or are you misreading? Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've always meant to ask, but I've never been on the show to ask, so I'm waiting. It's always, it's, it's, there's a couple low, lowbrow jokes, and it just in Twitch culture, and one of them is, is say, instead of months saying years, uh, it became. Like dystopian time after a while, then. right? But it became dystopian <laughs> when when 2020 was meaningless. Like when time just completely unraveled itself in 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 front of my face. Because you know I've streamed about seven years. I've been affiliate since the like I, I was one of the first affiliate. You know when they opened that program up. Um, so I've been affiliate. I think four years or so. Um, and and so like the whole you know four years thing. Ha ha ha. But then it became sad because I truly lost track of what all time meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but I, any. I just wondered that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, 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 you know how the sausage is made. Um, it's that one, uh, biddies or bits. Like uh, Haywo says, the bits. Uh, it's biddies or bits. Uh, those are also uh, two that go around uh, on you know. Is that you... like a tits thing? No, 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 not a, not, no. It's just it's the opposite. But now, because I mean, they're already called bits. It's one letter off. Yeah, <laughs> she's got the Kirby with a knife. <laughs> I 
this is going to be a good episode. We got a great episode of AOS Ratcast for you tonight. You can already tell it's all just completely unleashed. <laughs> so, uh, episode 81, I am, of course, the magical Mr. Mephisto, the most dangerous man in Age of Sigmar, and I'm joined tonight by uh, Jared of the Owen 5 podcast and the Basement Wargamers out of Pennsylvania, and Chat Gang's own uh, Chaos Lord Mars, uh, the thorn in my side in Among Us, and uh, recent addition to the content creator uh, circuit here. Uh, you've just put up a video on YouTube under Takeover yeah. Mars on YouTube, so, so welcome... Welcome, you know, to to uh, your mid thirties. I assume when when you start making a podcast, <laughs> I'm a little early yeah. on it, but I'm pretty close. <laughs> the midlife crisis of ever, like of of millennials is just you start a podcast <laughs> in your thirties. Like that's the joke. No one can buy a Ferrari anymore. Jesus Christ. Recording <laughs> <laughs> equipment going good. It's, it's kind of hard to get a sports car when you're borderline on food stamps. Oh, <laughs> like all I have is to talk at a microphone and stare at a camera. That's it. That's all I have anymore, dude. Because that I things I need to say, and I'm just putting it out there. Now. Yeah, that that hurts. That hurts so good, though. <laughs> the first, I tell you, I bought my house. It, it'll be a year ago next month, I think, is when we started that process, right? Um. And the first thing I did was take photos of me eating fucking avocado toast in the house I bought. <laughs> like, the first fucking just snide millennial humor. Just like, oh, so good. Like, like I've never eaten avocado toast until now, which is why I could afford this house. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> so, what's the first thing that's broken in your house? It's been a year, and probably at least a couple of things have to have busted. Okay, so, so uh, the first thing that broke was uh, a plumbing issue. But there of was course. like there was like a latent uh, there was a latent uh, leak in the ceiling that we didn't know about. So the rubber roof is brand new, but when they put on the rubber roof, they just threw on new rubber roof and they didn't like do anything with the roof itself. So there's just a freaking mm -hmm. hole. If you go up there and you like feel, you can feel where it's just like there's nothing under the rubber. And so oh, yeah, yeah, I got one of those. So you get leaks and shit. Yeah. Didn't discovered until the first big rainfall though. But like we had the plumbing yep. issue before then, so it was it was like. Um, but the, the plumbing we took care of, like that, that wasn't the worst problem. We just couldn't use our, our kitchen sink for a while. Cause like, you know, landlords, you know, you call the landlord and they kind of have to come and deal with the thing. It's like, in this case, like I am the landlord and I'm very lazy, which is why I know yeah. landlords are pieces of shit. Because if I like, if, if the tenants weren't me and my family, oh man, I would have like taken three Enough. months, three months to fix that. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've been in our house for. Oh, by the way, I got to up your rent though to afford the. Uh, I got to up the rent though real quick to afford the plumbing issue you caused, stinky tenant. <laughs> we we got our house about nine years ago, and within the first year or two, um, well, our windows were too old; they were single pane. So they said, "Oh, in order to keep the heat in, you got to change your windows." So we got all our windows replaced. So we got new nice windows, and in getting new nice windows. My brother-in-law came over to check our uh, – uh, we have an oil heater downstairs and found out that it hadn't been – like it, it was made in 19-fucking-11 or some bullshit. Mm -hmm. So it was leaking out methane. So <laughs> because the windows were so shitty, it would air out all the bad shit. But since we replaced the windows and it was actually keeping things in, now we might just die in our sleep instead. So we had to get a new uh, oil burner instead. Like – Within the first year or two. Amazing. Amazing. So, yeah. it, it's homeowning. It doesn't get better. 
It's terrible. All of it's terrible. I mean, tell me I'm buying the house idea at all. I, the reason I bought a house is I can go into my mentality here, Mars, to try to bring you back to to the the, <laughs> the gray side of the force here. That is home ownership. <laughs> um, it was. I'm a hundred percent Sith on this. <laughs> You're like, I would be if I were a landlord. Like if I just owned a second property. That's terrible. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like. Uh, I, anyway, I mean, uh, no, the it was. Thing I need to do if I buy a house. I'm super paranoid. I need to get bulletproof windows because my my thought process as soon as I buy a house, my luck is someone's gonna break in and murder me, so I don't get to enjoy any of it. That's an <laughs> insane amount. I'm gonna be murdered. That's an amazing Look, amount of paranoia. Of I'm not gonna make fun of you for that because mine are two grades below bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I. I in, in, in like instantly became the like the thermostat dad instantly happened when I bought in, like it just like just instantly like like a spider sense I could sense when there was a disturbance in the therm the thermostat I'm like I'm like who who turned it above sixty like do you know how like and it's weird because like when I'm renting it's still the same fucking money like that I'm spending but now I'm paranoid about it electric bill going to you. It, like it went to me before. It went to me before too. But still, just knowing there's nothing you can do or go. Like they're gonna come get you now. Yeah. Well, that's. Well, I mean, yeah. That's the thing. Is like, like I was never a bad tenant, but I always had the option to, if I really wanted to, to just trash the place and leave. You know, like just. I don't got. out the door now. <laughs> that. And you just. And, I think this speaks a lot to human psychology because you need that like. You need that, like, illusion of freedom. Like, you simply need it. Even though you really don't have that freedom. You need that illusion of freedom that, like, if I wanted to, I could trash this place. Because it, 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 that slight amount of, like, I'm free if I want to be keeps you from feeling as trapped as you truly are. And once you're a homeowner, you're trapped. But again, I'm going to try to make this a little bit better. It costs so much less for me to own this house than, like, That's- I was renting. And that was unacceptable like the pro like i was looking at like this motherfucker's mortgage is three hundred dollars on the place we were renting and he's charging me twelve hundred like that's less than my mortgage (laughs) like that's ridiculous uh sheboygan has famously good homeowner costs like nationally like because nobody wants to fucking live here it's all old people and and like racists that's fair (laughs) i can say the first thing i went from uh when i went from an apartment to a house the first thing i don't know if anyone else's mindset was like this was uh i'm gonna put so many fucking pictures up since i can actually like do whatever i want on the walls i see you have literal hammers and swords in your wall (laughs) i think is that a fucking hacksaw too on the door like On the door? Oh no no no! That's uh, uh that's two, two, fucking two like Renaissance fair swords. Oh, okay. And a las gun. Uh, and oh, a las gun. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a las gun. That right in case the Tyranids invade. You gotta have the the hey, las. Man, I might uh. I'm I'm sorry, Mars. What? I might. I just sorry. I'm gonna be a bad tenant because I just put shit all over the walls. Like fuck it. <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> take take your security deposit anyway because they always find a way to fucking take it. Well, no, like I was uh, so worried about I've been, the security deposit. I've been in this apartment for two years, and for the two years, my roof in the living room has been leaking, and in one of the rooms, it leaks from the bottom up. And they just now started to fix it. So, I'm like, I'm not getting the deposit back anyways because of their laziness. <laughs> oh, fuck them. Do whatever see, I want. See, there. see, that's the freedom right there. 
that right there. It's super mm. liberating. When you when you walk around, there's just extra anxiety at all times. The thought isn't that I'm spending extra money on heat if the heat is up too high. It's that I might run out the furnace early and then have to replace it sooner. It's like all these weird paranoid things. So anyway, homeownership's great. You should all just do it. <laughs> 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 and uh, and Soren here <laughs> dropping in, uh, saying good evening from Texas, with uh, 17 years of subbing. How's it going, Soren? Ooh, take over Mars. Eight years of subbing. Wow. Yeah, there wow. you go. Right on. So tonight, uh, uh, tonight we're just going to be talking politics and home ownership uh, on Rantcat. No, um, <laughs> I actually. Uh, Lots of bad advice about both. <laughs> yeah, bad advice about both. Um, get your hot takes in now. No, uh, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about um, sort of like the psychology of aesthetics of an army, like why you dig an army. Um, we just I just did do an episode on Slanesh uh, with uh, with Vince Venturella. Some more stuff came out since that episode, so I do want to touch on that a little bit with you, Mars, because Mars, uh, you've been like super. Uh, uh. Not just like adamant about Slanesh, but also like actively recruiting <laughs> people to to Slanesh's cause. Um, uh, need more. Need more. Need, need more Slanesh players. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, it's the god of excess, so you should have an excessive amount of players. Exactly. It should be the majority of players. I think should be playing Slanesh. They need to take out Stormcast, put Slanesh in all the box sets. Retroactively, <laughs> mind you. Like, go back. Yeah. The old ones, get them sent back, replace it, and send them back out. Yeah, so like the Soul Wars, just pull out the like this, like yeah. leave the Night Haunt in it, pull out the sprues for like the the um, the Stormcast storm and throw on Slanesh stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reasonable if I'm being honest. <laughs> the um the yeah, I like that Frank is super like he's just just all caps, just the fuck wagon, the party van. <laughs> like this is of course the chariot that that was. Uh, uh, I call it the pleasure barge, personally, but. <laughs> um, so so I want to touch base with uh with Slanesh, uh, kind of in in, in uh the 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 lens of like aesthetics. What why Slanesh for you and uh, Jared? Yeah. Uh, you've actually got some uh some unique aesthetics yourself that you've you've sort of. <laughs> Put in the oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, to force my way into the hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you threw the bass in your voice too to make it extra creepy. <laughs> Just, so oh man. Oh man. If yeah, I if about Slanesh, right? Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> so. So we'll talk a little bit about Slanesh, uh, and then we actually like uh, just sort of like an online conversation that we had about. Uh, uh, you know, why isn't there like an Elder Gods sort of Cthulian Lovecraftian horror type thing? You've got your Tyranids in 40k. Where is that in, in Age of Sigmar? And I think we'll do a little bit of tinfoil hatting, a little bit of wish listing. Um, and that'll be fun. A fun little reprieve from uh, last week's uh, double magma triple XL episode, if you caught that with me in Haywo, where we recrap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I think this is Sean here saying timepiece gnomes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's one of your guys. Oh, yeah, they already know. They already know. <laughs> yeah, they already know. Well, Sean's my co-host. Sean's my co-host on uh, O and Five. Spoilers. <laughs> um, and then Sajil telling everyone should just play Sylvaneth. Uh, 
Oh. <laughs> I like bad armies. Uh. Uh, that's not okay <laughs> to say to anybody ever. <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird because the, the, around the time period I was getting into Age of Sigmar, the two armies that were like it seemed to be selling the most, it was KO and Sylvaneth. Um, with Nurgle kind of in there in good measure as well. But Nurgle players are like very distinctly Nurgle players. You got you got to be down with the sickness, you know, like and I'm not everybody is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, But Sylvaneth, it's like hobbyists buy Sylvaneth. They they come to this game they're like they, they don't even think about playing that I want like that's the army I want. I I don't know what it is about that aesthetic that really appeals to to artists. Um, maybe, maybe Sajil can drop in chat here what, you, what it is, why you really gravitate towards that aesthetic. And that's really the core question I want to ask. And I'm going to start with Mars because he's, I think he's got the easy answer. Jared, you've, you're going to be a more difficult one. So, 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 so Mike, <laughs> <laughs> so artists like right Lansky, yeah. You yeah. say it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, rant cast drinking game. Shot of milk when he makes a pervy joke. All right. <laughs> oh my god! Um, if you're not lactose intolerant, you will be. <laughs> oh, um, GW can't make silk good. Um, so, um, so when I, I met you, Mars is man. I think it's about a year now, maybe maybe longer, maybe maybe not. Again, time's meaningless. I I don't know. Was it more yeah, than a year? Because twenty. Because twenty twenty did it. Did I know you a year going into 2020? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even remember. Honestly, I, I don't. I feel like I was still able to go outside. When we, when we were friends. Yeah. 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 I, I think that was still allowed to go on. Yeah. I, so it's, it's more than a year then. Yeah. Um, crazy. But yeah, so it came in, um, you had like a, I know that you had some, some, uh, vampire army, like sort of conversions and like an interest in doing some vampire stuff. Uh, and yeah. then. And uh, always in general, like chaos, Sharon, Darth Vader, like uh, really like you're uh, you strike me as a guy who really digs the dark side of the force type. Oh, you know, yeah. Like the bad guys, you know, um, what I, is they're it? Misunderstood. That's what's that? They're just misunderstood. They're just misunderstood. Yeah. So what is it about Slanesh that really grabbed you? Because at some point I just remember like going hard in the paint. Maybe it was two years ago because Slanesh would have been not this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. I didn't think I liked Slanesh for the longest time. I got into Warhammer, just like the idea of it, back in high school, almost 11 years ago. Well, over 11 years ago, because in the middle of high school. Um, I was all about corn, because it's simple. Red's my favorite color. They were red. What more do I need? Right. Yeah. Um, but I got into AOS with Daughters of Cain, and I started painting them. I'm like, I like this. They're like excess violent. They're kind of fancy looking. I like that. Yeah. And then as soon as that Slanesh reveal happened with the Keeper of Secrets and everything, yes. I dropped the, I dropped Daughters of Cain right away. I'm like, that is what I want. Look, the elegance of like the the royalty they I, I felt they just gave off. Yeah. Like that that's what I need. That's what I need in my life. Cause I'm a man that likes to think of myself as classy when I know I'm not. I feel like that's exactly what Slanesh is. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're pretty on the outside, and they're just disgusting on the inside. Well, this is this is why Sigvald is great because Sigvald that yeah. just teased recently is like the the poster child for like beautiful on the outside and just horrible inside. Like, yeah, like that's... Just, just a terrible person. Um, when, when I found that awesome Fulgrim model, 
<laughs> it will be. Yeah. Well, you just Marathi plus plus uh, Sigvald, yeah, boom, Fulgrim, yeah. right? Yeah. Done. Yeah, Dunzo. But I that's that's kind of how my that that's what grabbed me about because I always like to dress nice when I go out and everything. But really, I'm just lazy and sloppy a lot of the time. Very good painter yeah. though. Um, so you, you, I don't know, you're doing something right with that. Like if it's taking your time or you're dialed in more. I really have to give it all to Vince. Yeah. Cause I just watched his videos and that's how I got better. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I bet Vince has a tutorial on it. And if he doesn't, I just tweet at him and he tells me how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vince is great that way. And Vince, yeah. you, Vince and you both kind of, uh, uh, landed on a, a similar point. Um, the, you say elegant and he like, this is aesthetically beautiful you know even if it's not like the sort of uh western you know ideas of, of beauty but like this is like aesthetically a very pleasing army and you know like usually varied textures a lot of good smooth surfaces like you know they tend to have a lot yeah. of great flow to them they are aesthetically a a a elegant army i think that's a very good word for it um <clears throat> so so yeah um is it was there anything in the so so was it the aesthetic that grabbed you more or was there some, like the aesthetic first or was some of the narrative because that that sort of you know mentioned uh, that ugly in the aesthetic. go on so like like i said I, I learned about warhammer back a long a while ago and it's all about corn but what i did know about slanesh was is just all about sex drugs and rock and roll which don't get me wrong all about that but felt very shallow yes so but when I saw that, I look like instantly. I'm like, I don't care what it is. I'm that is my army now. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And then I, I get into the war. I'm like, oh, I like. And I started like I read the Sigvald books and everything like right away. I was like, oh, this is got all that excess of pride that I like. And then yeah. it has my favorite type of story. Perfect for me. It's that whole noble cause. I want to be the best to protect people type of stuff. Baked right in. If you're like, you're gonna do the best you can. You're gonna get obsessed with being the best to save the people you love and like. AOS during the time of chaos, like you're gonna protect your city, you're gonna want to be the best, you're gonna keep pursuing that. Might make a little make a bad deals to be better to help protect people, and just and then eventually, road to hell, yeah, road to hell paved in good intentions, yeah. perfect. Slanesh. Yeah, this is I talked about this with Vince. This is like for me, this is what would make Slanesh the army, like the chaos god that I really dig. In 40k, I felt it was like more obvious, and AOS, I was kind of waiting for it, and you know, they. They they slam with the mortal side. They just slam Duncan for me. But you can really see that human element. That that I don't mean human as in like mortals. I mean you can really see the human story of yeah. somebody that's just prideful. I'm I'm a very prideful individual. Um, I know it doesn't show at all, and and I'm certainly not arrogant ever. Calling myself the most dangerous. Yeah, no, never seen it. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's something I get. Like I I like even Vader's got a little bit of the like you know desire to be the best. It, prequels maybe don't don't stick the landing on it but essentially the story is like he wants to be stronger to protect padme and doesn't realize he's killing her in the end right like yeah you know that's that's a very uh spoiler alert uh if you haven't <laughs> seen star wars um <laughs> um so i think there's a that that story is a very resonant common good story you can even do like vengeance you know someone like you can take a like yeah. a vengeance plot too far too excessive right yeah. like i'm out to you know, pretty soon you're Leon the professional. Like, you yeah. just, like... It, it might be a small slight, and they just sit there, and they think about, man, that shit was bullshit, and then just becomes an obsession, mm -hmm. and then just... just I love that. I love... 
because I, I feel like Slanesh is the closest to being actually like what humans really are. It's, yeah. I, I keep falling to Slanesh so easily once I like looked at him. Like this is, yeah, everybody feels anger like corn, but not many people are like I'm just. I don't care who I'm going to kill. I'm just killing everybody. That that doesn't that, happen very often. It's, that's a very like in terms of like literal literal humanity. That's such a small yeah. amount of of people that are that violent. Like yeah. just rage violent, you know, like you I know we live in America so mass shooters hey. are just a thing. But even <laughs> then if you here. Huh? Yeah, they're all here. They're all uh, here. No, the but the rest of the world. Yeah, no, but but that but be to be driven to that level of violence, like that is such that is well under one percent of the population that are that yeah. just in terms of like volumetrically, uh, the number of people who are too vain in their real life and just hurt people because of that, or or yeah. take something drinking too far and you know hit someone with their car or they whatever it is that they they take too far that they don't have live with that balance. I th I think you're right. I think Sunesh is. I think it's not just you know cool aesthetics. I think it's the most human of of the stories. Uh, Nurgle's hard to get a read on because Nurgle. See, I can. I can. Yeah, go ahead. Go I'll, ahead. Uh, I'll yeah. take. I'll take on that just because. So other than so, I originally I, I got in when I wanted to change out and do the Nurgle army that I have. We'll talk about that later with conversions. But initially, I wanted to change the aesthetic. But the more I read about Nurgle, I actually started to uh, uh connect a little more to um in my mind nurgle is a fear of death it's it's the natural need to extend one's life out and extend the lives of those around you and evolve and change and adapt and as much as uh, uh obviously zinch is the lore of change i feel like nurgle's more the the lore of evolution and and how to get in the same sense as Slanesh get better, but how to survive. I, so, and I guess that, that essence of survival yeah. leans more for me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I could, like, um, you know, like disease, like from a lore standpoint, Nurgle just cares about an excessive life, actually. Like, he doesn't care what kind of life. Like, disease are living, you know, diseases living yeah. organisms, yeah. you know, like... Uh, that's that's plenty of life too. Like, look at all those like cultures of rot inside of this little petri dish. Look at how much life is there. He doesn't care about that's life. Like, Go ahead. I was because that's even like I used to try and like take. I used to try and think of like literary figures and which god they would lean to or whatever. And mm -hmm. like to me, I think like Doctor Victor Frankenstein, like something like that. That creation of life out of nothing mm. and, and that yeah, evolution and, and survival pieces to it. Of you know. I need to make something. I need to make sure that this isn't the end. Well, and and one of the coolest armies I've ever seen for Nurgle is actually like a uh, like a pumpkin, like literal like pumpkin Frankenstein style like Halloween themed Nurgle, and it's one of the coolest armies oh, I've cool. ever seen. Like he's got some a little bit of oogie boogie in in his. Uh, I, I don't know, remember who did it. It's it's one of those pictures you see every now and then floats around on Twitter. Um, I wish I could cite cite the artist because it's fantastic. But uh, it's got a little bit of oogie boogie with their um, with their guo. Like, cause you can almost, you can, you can see the Oogie Booty Guo and then like pumpkins everywhere and like very stylistic with like the sort of long, uh, you know, no right edges because, uh, Tim Burton hates right, uh, uh right angles. Um, so no right angles, just like these super elongated <laughs> jagged faces and all the pumpkins, really, really cool stuff. I, I, I'll have to try to track it down and, and maybe throw it in the show notes to show people what I'm talking about. I, I get that. Um, when I did the show with uh, Dr. Alex Myelonis, when we mapped the Chaos Gods to sort of basic human emotions, 
depression or even manic depression was what we kind of mapped Nurgle to. And I could yeah, see I that, that fear of loss yeah. and that sort of like, you kind of like, you close down, you put on the front of being happy for everybody because you're secret, you know, like I can see that being a very Nurgle sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, the great irony of it all is that we're probably all a little bit of the four chaos gods, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I was thinking, Korn's an that... easy one because it's like whenever you're pissed off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you Vengeance like... or honor or anything like that is... And like, I... If you take the cast cuts and actually put them to a good turn, it's it's uh, perfection for Slanesh, honor for uh, uh, Korn, uh, intelligence, just, just uh, mastery oh, over one's intelligence for Zinch, and growth for uh, uh, Nurgle. Like, they all have good human aspects to them. It's just... Yeah, the gods in within the Warhammer universe feed off of the negative, right? And and Zinch, I almost think of it as the uh, like, um, uh, the um sort of like people can surprise you, you know, like mm-hmm. you you can surprise yeah. yourself, like you're always capable of of surprising or changing yourself, and so like the, I, I like yes, they feed off the negative stuff and and in, in this, and this is not a moral relativity take, so so don't think that like he's saying that the chaos gods are good guys. I'm not that I guy. Will. I what? I will. You will. Yeah, you will. will. But that's never my take. Like they are bad guys. Uh, they, like, um, you know, genocide generally just always a bad thing. You know, and and many of them are I mean, super into that. Um, yeah, but look, I mean, I, I'm about... just gonna say there's good guys on both sides. This. I mean, there's good and bad on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. Uh, I feel like there's good and bad on both sides that we're just not focusing on. I feel like, you know, we're really canceling out a lot of the positive aspects of the Chaos Gods. Well, talking about the positive sides, um, if you go in the Slaves of Darkness book, like, they they talk about the other aspects that come from the Chaos Gods and how the tribes worship them through that way. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like they're all bad. No. That's how they they start corrupting you through from the positive side and yeah, I mean that's how they pull you deeper down that that yeah. road to hell is paved in good intentions. Yeah. But the important thing to note is, about this fictional story of these fictional characters is it's that road real. to hell is inevitable when you are yeah. with, when you're down with the chaos gods. Like you will be pulled into that eventually. The strongest amongst you always break, always fall, always go evil. You know, like um, that's that's the story of the chaos gods. Like they're gonna get your souls eventually. Unlike Nagash, who is benevolent and will take the pain of having a soul away from you, so you don't need to worry about falling to corruption and chaos. Because I think that's what makes chaos more interesting than AOS is because like in 40k, like everybody's fucked up. Like whatever, there's object. Like everyone's bad in in 40k. Like it's just which bad guy is the baddest right now and yeah it's yeah it's just everyone is bad yeah but like there's a whole bunch like oh there's a whole bunch of bad ways to die and well in aos there's a lot of bad ways to die but like with nagash they're dying really isn't the end and even with the chaos gods dying isn't the end and the stormcast dying isn't the end so when you die (laughs) yeah it's like how good did you do before that happened yeah. Well, on the other side, there's like seven different factions that base around cannibalism in AOS, though. So. Yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just you know I think that 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 speaks to humanity's ability to consume itself. I mean, there's a lot of metaphors in Age of Sigmar. No, uh, back back to your point, Mars. That like you know how good were you before you died, right? Like 
you know, I, I for me, I think Age of Sigmar is a story of hope. And and you know, it's it's art if you're talking about stories. Stories are art. You know, storytelling is an art form. Um, so re- read in it into it and take away from from it what you will. But like the storm, like there's a there's a hope. And there's a, it's a two-edged sword of hope. You know, what what does hope cost you? You know, like, for me, that's really, like, the question at the core of, of Age of Sigmar. Um, you know, people fell to chaos because they had no hope. The, the yeah. Age of Chaos, like, the, the heaven is shut down. Heaven's gone. You, you make the hard choices to survive right now. That's it. You're going to get eaten by Gorgons and primal crazy crap that we're going to talk about we want to see in the game because like, I think that should be here. Um, you know, you're just, you're, you're just tribal folk or maybe you have like a little city or settlement and like the gates close. You're cut off from like heaven and goodness and light and all that stuff. And it's just how do you survive? How do you keep your family alive? My, my, my army's lore for my... For, for my mortals, they are slaves to darkness right now, but when the, obviously the Sinesh mortals come out, that yeah, yeah. shit's getting medicined for the proper mortals. Yeah, there but you yeah, go. Before, like, they were, they were a, just a normal city before the, before the Age of Chaos, and they got, the city got locked out, and the guy's like, well, I want to do what I have to do to keep this city going, and then eventually just made a deal with a demon to, like, share the body, which I, that was before the Twin Souls came out, so that's kind of cool. He shared his body with the demon to start slowly corrupting the whole city into the to Slanesh. It was yeah. great. Yeah. There's also the realm of light, which kind of Techless coming out kind of messed that whole thing up. So, but other than that, yeah. God. Yeah. What does he think he is coming in here? Trying to get what I wrote. Trying to catch back up on on chat here. I see Rocco, your boy, dropping a thousand RDP to remind everybody that chat gang ain't nothing to mess with. Um, <laughs> so you what Padme dies in the end? <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar becomes a super important senator. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know uh, what? I I love the for episode one. So, look, I, I'll, I'll put it this way: I was talking to a buddy of mine actually last night about this because we were talking Star Wars, like. It's, so many people get so butthurt over things like Jar Jar or the Porgs or uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda, and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I think they missed the point that Star Wars originally, in most circumstances, it's meant for kids. Like, I fucking loved Ewoks growing up. And, yeah. like, if I was in my 20s and watched Star Wars, I would have fucking hated them. But I fucking love those things. Well, and I... that's just... Jar Jar's just the Ewoks of another generation. It could be because I, I watched the first one with my dad. And like mm-hmm. that's all the good memories I have, but I watch Jar Jar, still laughs to the same. Like that dude's hilarious. I don't I, know what everybody's problem is. I love that guy. I'd get a tat. Have you ever seen Fanboys? Yes, yeah, like, yes. Yeah. Tattoos like, that with shit. That's me. I like that guy's gonna freaking be the Seth Rogen. Uh, actually, the technical <laughs> term is Trekker. <laughs> like we prefer Oh my god, that fight scene between the nerds is like one of the best things ever. Uh... And then Shatner's meeting them to give them Star Wars intel, and they're like, but he can't like, like he has got to meet them on the sneak because like it would undermine his cred as a as like a Star Trek icon. Like, oh my god, <laughs> fantastic movie. Really good human plot too. Great like movie. they just want like yeah, their buddies. Yeah. They just want their buddy to see it before it's freaking. Like at the end. Yeah, Darth Maul's actor bad. plays the uh, freaking uh, the freaking guard, and he like dual wields the batons. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what a oh man, what a great flick! 
Oh, oh man, that was a good movie. No, it's one of my favorite movies, right up there. You need to watch Fanboys, and you watch episode one, and then the rest of them. That that's how I would do it. Well, and and um, I, I want to read a comment here from chat real quick, but um, before I get to that, the the um, the point about it being for kids, I think that's super important. Nerds need to lighten the fuck up. This has been a message I have had on my channel for aeons. Uh, the gatekeeping crap. And and face it, when you're telling people this is not my Star Wars, you're in so many words telling other people that they can't like it either. You know, and that's not yeah. awesome. Like episode one, two, and three are not my favorite Star Wars. Uh, three has fantastic choreography. I'll take that to my grave. I will stand. I will. Uh, whatever. I, I'll stand. I'll, I will stand on that. You know, I will. I will draw the line in that sand, and I will die on that hill. The choreography is fantastic in that last fight scene. It's absolutely awesome. Even the line that gets made fun of, and I've said this before on Rantcast. I'm sorry if this is a repeat for some of you in chat gang, but um, even the line at the end when he says, "I have the higher ground," it is a metaphor for the whole series, like for the whole thing. Like he's not just saying I have the higher ground tactically. He literally has the moral high ground in like the whole like Obi Wan does. Yeah. Like it's 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 such a poignant point. There's like at no point in the in the Star Wars uh, uh, universe does Vader ever beat Obi Wan. Even the you know strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. It's Obi Wan's world. The rest of us are just living in it. Uh, can you figure out which character of mine is my favorite in Star Wars? Did does anyone has anyone picked up on that subtly? Qui Gon Jinn. Yes. Um, my Xbox uh, my Xbox Live handle is Qui Gon Win, by the way. Um, <laughs> but it's it's Obi Wan. Uh, ah, damn it! It could have been Obi Win Kenobi. Shit! Why did I go with Qui Gon Win? Well, I mean, it's still changing. Don't worry. <laughs> well, maybe not now. Somebody just stole it. Yeah, it's gone. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Rocco, your boy, going back to the fog, the chaos thing. He says, you mean the road to being a chaos spawn with an asshole for a mouth isn't a good thing? Yeah, probably not. Like, I don't, like. I disagree. <laughs> Strong disagree. Hard disagree. Mean, it's, it's really just perspective. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather be a chaos spawn with an asshole for a mouth than a skeleton. You take that back right now. <laughs> I still have my skin as a chaos spawn. Skeleton, I'm all bone. Like, what am I doing with that? Nothing. What if I made you into like twelve skeletons with like nah. super bones? No. Oh man. Nah. The right. only undead thing I would want to be is a vampire. Vampires are sweet. I'm still waiting to see how that plays out. Yeah, vampires are sweet. That, I try yeah. and look at what's like the lowest common denominator. Like, what's the lowest thing I could end up fucking being? And the lowest <laughs> thing I could think for cast is spawn. Like, yeah. what's the thing that's what's the shittiest thing to be? So for cast, the thing is spawn. But when I'm thinking, when I'm thinking death, it's it, there's it, it one gets, model that comes to mind, and I can I have the box. Actually, it's so much worse than being like, a skeleton for death, though. The worst model is right here, and it's not the model you think. It's that guy. The Gothazar Harvester. The, the Nad guy being Nad guy on the Gothazar Harvester. Yeah. I'm I'm the dick of a giant monster. That's the worst thing. See, be. you're saying it in the wrong tone. I am the dick of a giant monster. That's awesome. You're saying like, <laughs> like You're a little dick on a giant monster. You can have a million giant dicks. Yeah, if you're a chaos bot, you, you can just be all dicks. Like you're you're just the petty arcade dick wolves. Yeah. The good like the fleshy good part of the dick. Not the inside nothingness of the dick. Like what dick 
do you want to be? I'm do you want to be the dick that feels and enjoys, or the dick that just that just hardens up when it gets when it gets nervous? I am so sorry to a measurable percentage of chat gang right now. <laughs> expecting this dialogue to happen no but i support it we're looking at dicks from all the different grand alliances destruction's best by far um and then uh <laughs> hard left turn here soren says i would like yeah. to think that age of sigmar is a story about struggle it is a walking dead level of enclaves against the environment the outsiders and the dead i like that take a lot uh, Sorry, also dropping a thousand RDP to remind everyone that chat gang ain't none to fuck with, especially after tangents no. like fuck that. With. What unit in Age of Sigmar best is a unit, like a phallus? Uh, you know that that's really those are the hard hitting questions that you only Obviously, get here on rank. I want to circle back to the destruction. <laughs> what is destruction dick of a unit, dude? It's a mushroom. Which mushroom? Any any mushroom. All shapes and sky and sizes. You've got a red cap. You've got beat things. You know they're all high. That's. I mean, all of it. And 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 like, I for orcs, if you're following 40k logic, they're vegan because it's plant based. You know, that's fair. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with mangler. Uh, 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 the mangler, mangler squig. Dude on mangler squig because it's got two mangler squigs and it's got the like one erect rider. You know. I see that. I see that. Yeah. It's. Giant cojones. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, order is just uncomfortable. <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny dick, huge balls. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. So I, I just lost the three, the the three uh, female viewers of of uh, Rantcast and uh, all my NB friends. So. <laughs> I um. I would apologize, but we haven't touched on Stormcast's dick yet. <laughs> <laughs> we can cover them all. all right, all right. So, so I'm gonna let this. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm all. I'll allow it. Uh, I'm, what was the? What was the? What was the referee from uh, Clay? Uh, uh, the Clay Death Battles or whatever. What was that called? I can't remember oh, what it's called. Uh, Celebrity uh, Death uh, Match. Yeah. Celebrity yeah. Death Match. I'll allow it. Um, yeah, okay, like. Stormcast. Let, let, let's go. Let's finish it. Let's. Oh, you think Stormcast on the dick? You gotta fit. You gotta finish the tangent. Like you got, yeah. It's a reforged dick. Like it's a, it's a refurbished dick. Like if you have an option between a new computer or a refurbished one, what are you gonna go for? The dick that that's been remade twenty seven times because it <laughs> fucked up the first few. Yeah, you know. Yes. Okay, you sold me right away on that. that that's okay. <laughs> nah, shit. Okay. Oh, my dick fucked up. I guess we're gonna have to make a new one I out of the parts of the old one. <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> This dick is broken. Bring it in. Bring it in. We're going to remake it again. Bring your buddies in, too. We're going to put them both together and make a new one. Maybe we'll give them some wings this time. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it gets worse every time. If you actually follow Stormcast logic, every time a Stormcast get, uh, gets reforged, the brain goes away. It technically gets worse. They go more insane. So every time you're refurbishing that dick, it's only getting worse. Like it's cutting back a couple <laughs> of inches. Maybe it's a little thinner. Maybe the blood just doesn't get to it right, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. All I'm saying is a Stormcast dick is a, is a, a measuring contest to ED. That's all it all right. is. All right. I, yep. All right. <laughs>
Thank you. You, have, you have, the Owen the Owen Five podcast has officially broken Mephisto. Um, thank you. You have done what no other guest could do. <laughs> In 81, 81 episodes. Mars, thank you so much. Uh... <laughs> thank you for me. Yeah. It was a great end of a wonderful rain. <laughs> like, I... point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. All right. We want the battle-tested dick, says Rocco, you boy. The battle-hardened dick, you might say. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, give me a veteran of the sheets. <laughs> I want a dick that's been to war. <laughs> uh, He's got scars. <laughs> it's, it's like like the eye can't like it never looks at you straight because it's seen some shit. You know, like. <laughs> Why is it that way? I don't know, man. We don't talk to it. It's been back a few times. <laughs> Thank you. It's like half the time. So anyway, oh man, oh man, came out of a that flew on a comet. Come on, what did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, I'm sorry. The guy that flew on a comet made out of a dead planet is gonna remake your dick 27 times. Cool. <laughs> How else do you think Catacross got that cod piece? <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say that there's uh, there's plenty of phalluses to be seen in Age of Sigmar if you're looking for them, but there's plenty of phalluses to be seen in Age of Sigmar if you're looking for them. Um, That's a good question. If you're Catacross, why don't you make yourself a dick? He why has one. Oh, he totally has one. Like, that cod piece is removable. Cod. Like, it's under yeah. there. 100%. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, that's something... You leave that thing in battle, man. No, he, he crafted his own body. Uh, the, the Like, he crafted his own body. And, like, so naturally, if he, like... Uh, you gotta keep in mind, like, most, most OCR Bone Reaper are, like, uh, you know, in terms of gender politics, they're pretty progressive, man. Like they, they're just they just are beings. Like they, they have twelve souls. Like everything, man. yeah, that's crazy. But Catacross is a dude, right? And yeah. no man would craft his own body and not embellish. I don't think there's like like is it embellishing at that point because it's that is his now. It's one hundred. <laughs> It's not about what I need to do for my catacros model. But I'm but use that extra dick guy off the uh, the the Gothazar and just plant it right in there. Is that what he has? <laughs> like it's just that's you take the, it's just like a whole a whole torso. It's just, it's just, yeah, a, it's just a torso of another dude. Oh, <laughs> you're trying you're trying to ruin up Bone Reapers for me right now, and it won't happen. Lord Catacros, how dost thou wish thine dick? Fetch me the man. Fetch me a thick torsoed man. <laughs> After every battle, he just adds to it. <laughs> now you know why they're called bone shapers. Am I right? Eh. Uh, eh? Wow, yeah. Wow, yeah wow. Okay. <laughs> so the bone daddies. <laughs> yeah. So the bone daddies. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me the Yo, this fever's thick. <laughs> Boo! I'm getting booed now for that one. I des- uh... I deserve it. I deserve it. Um, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the, um, God, I don't even, what the hell were we talking about before this? We're talking you about sh- how humans oh, slanash and somehow we got over here. Yeah, yeah, human slanash. Gods. <laughs> Making their own dicks. 
That's yeah. where we yeah, yeah no landed. no that's that's where it was. No, I uh, it's talking about like how how so it's kind of full circle with Slanesh. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, is the thing that bothers me bothered me about Slanesh prior to this release is that it was all just kind of like off kilter, uh, dated penis humor. Like, I didn't like that about Slanesh. I was waiting for it to mature and be cool and. And that's what I think they have right now is like with that, the Keeper of Secrets model, like, yeah, it's androgynous, but it's just like unearthly androgyny, you know, it, and maybe I'm wrong for saying I know I'm not. I know I'm right. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful sculpt. And that model is gorgeous. Yeah, it's a great looking model. Right. And it is it, it it's it screams like just like I said, royalty, It the flowing like uh, it's not really a cloak, but. Yeah, their clothes just flowing behind it. Every, every time I put one together, because I'm I've built like five so far, I always put rose petals down in front of it because I feel like that's what it should be walking. People are throwing rose petals down towards it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. No, I was gonna say like um with the the new sort of uh, seeker models. You know, they, they've got like the new seeker riders and stuff like that. All those are beautiful too. They they actually like they look like regal like they really remind me of like one chocobos uh but two like of like peacocks the way like they're like almost all of them are like strutting and stuff like it's adding like that prideful element to Slanash. the um the the imagining excess as more than just like like you know old transphobe humor like it's you know like actually like really again humanizing it and making it something that's more interesting um the uh, guy on the palanquin, you know the the pleasure the pleasure barge or the the party boat or whatever you want to call it. Um, pleasure like, barge. It is pleasure barge. It's the pleasure barge. Yeah, it's not the, the, the party bus or whatever. Like it. That's not enough. First off, it's the fuck plane. It's not, about, it's not about partying. It's about the pleasure of the hedonism bot. Yeah. On the yeah. Yeah. Um, but like that, like that, that, that character being like overweight and showing us a different, like, like almost a job of the Huddian sort of like evokes that sort of Star Wars, like the, the barge where they're going to like execute yeah. Luke Skywalker kind of evokes that a little bit too. Right. Um, I, uh, by the way, I've heard that the, the, the sculptor who did Catacross did that one, which is why that one's also awesome. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. I did. That makes sense. Vince pointed out the hookah that I completely missed and all. Because as soon as I saw it, I was like, I need to add a hookah to that thing. Like, that sculptor is on top of it. Got everything you need. I think the coolest part about it is actually the barge itself. Which got these, like, cool statues, like, these, yeah. like, edifices carved into it. I think that's really cool. I, I can't I can't wait to see, like, how how it needs to be built together. Because I'm, I'm a little... I want to do the marble that I've been doing with all my other stonework for my Slanesh. And I'm worried about how difficult it's going to be. Um, built. well, depending on like how much surface area you have, uh, there's a technique yeah. that I plan on using for my, uh, I got to repaint my, uh, bone tithe nexus. I'm going to marble it. And there's oh. a technique with a sponge where you actually like grab like a, like a, like a, a, a very porous sponge. And so you'll do your like sort of standard coat. So you use that a thaw, uh, and then you're going to get to that sort of like mid, mid, when you're in the middle of your, your coats, you're going to go in with yeah. a sponge of like a, you know, could be gold if you want to like have like a gold sort of filigree laid throughout it, or it could be like a, like a gray or a silver and you, you sponge it and then you go back and you do your, you do another layer and you do some washes and stuff. And that's supposed to be a really good technique. So I'm going to try that technique. There's a couple videos out there. Domus, I think actually recommended it to me the first time. So 
So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna try to marble my my bone tithe nexus, and if that works for that, then the then the the party boat will uh, get a. Well, I'll try to do that with that. So, I I like how you're getting into Slanesh. Listen to you when you get it, you're gonna do it. Oh, love it. Well, to be fair, the vampire teaser here had me. I already knew vampires are gonna jump the line, and I'm already like. Mm-hmm. Like I think I had to wait till October before I like buy many more Slanesh models because I have a few, and uh, I'm such a slow hobbyist that I'm pretty sure by the time I finish those, like we'll see if vampires actually hit in October, and if they do, then it's got to be vampires. I'm sorry, dude. Like I I I love you. I lo- like I'm a big fan of Slanesh, but uh, the first I mean, love, you you know, you never you never re- yeah yeah. I mean. I got rid of my most of the vampire army that I was building, but I kept all the vampires just for when vampires get released. Yeah. Firewolves had to go though. Like this is boring. Yeah. That's fair. I mean bloodsuckers. <clears throat> um where were we at here? Opulent fuck wagon. Yeah, the fuck wagon. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone with your, your pet names for this thing. Uh, we're just not you just can't get away this sophomore humor whenever you do a Slanesh episode, you can't get away from it. It's always there. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think that's good. It's hard to but... avoid. Ah, it's hard. in your face. Yeah, it is. What's what's the dryer sheet method? Kicker. Apparently, there's a dryer sheet method for marbling as well. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. That I is. trust the orgy pit. <laughs> has been scraped and has been scraped and buttered. No, that's uh, that's actually a, a hedonist bot line. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is, uh, like, the hedonism of Slanesh is really here uh, in that model. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, I swear if you look at the footprint of it, it e- the silhouette of it, it even looks like hedonist bot. It's kind of, like, oblong in the middle. And then, it kind of does, yeah. It, like, if you turn it sideways and, like, it, it almost ha- cuts a silhouette of hedonist bot, which is pretty hilarious. I mean, I'm It'd be sorry. great if they made the base look like a dick. <laughs> like, dick and balls. Like, the base itself shaped <laughs> like a dick and balls. Yeah. Yeah. Like a specialized base. That would make, that would be perfect. <laughs> I, oh, I kind of want to pull up the picture now because I think I could... I'm, I'm pr- pretty sure it's going to be a pipe light. light. I think it's a pipe yeah, light. A pipe. <laughs> but like, like the barge itself, is there a lower hang and it kind of goes up? Oh, it's got a hang low. Yeah. So you can just make dick and ball <laughs> on it right away. <laughs> pretty easy so you so pierce <laughs> miniatures actually does uh dick and ball bits that you can buy i know they make dick and ball bits for demons oh so like if you want to uh I've, I've never added some... dick and balls to it i saw somebody sculpt a vagina onto one before though and that was really it was just a whole new level of art i can't yeah, no it was impressive like they added teeth to it too from like the book teeth oh, like that's i'm the I'm tracks, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. The but, man has a singular focus, and I respect that, says Tim King Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> this is you this is you not drinking for an episode. Like Yeah. Um But with hedonism about uh Kelly, my girlfriend, I don't think you've actually met her. Uh, at the, the moment it was released, she had she found a meme with hedonism bot in it and sent it to me. I was like, I need to get a sculpt of hedonism bot to put inside this barge. But you, I don't know where I can get it, but I need it. But you can't like unhear. I don't remember the, the character's name that's sitting in the barge. I can't not hear that character speaking like hedonist bot though. Yeah, 
Like, and over here, we'll capture this subjective. Like, you know, like, it's just... it's just, exactly how he speaks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Fetch me I, the butter. <laughs> like, just... Like, it's nothing. I just want Hidden Nizambot's head in replace, like, replaced. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. But I do like that they're they're going in a in like a they're they're imagining Slanesh in these different directions from that core uh from that that core sort of basic stuff from the eighties that they just never really went away from. And and I think that that's really awesome. In forty K they did. Doom Rider does cocaine, noise marines play electric guitars and murder you with them. Like they went all in on like the sex, drugs and rock and roll. And over here is just like mostly just the sex. I'm like, where's yeah. the drugs and rock and roll? Oh, there it is. Nice. <laughs> you know, I, no, I like that. That even like just the sex, drugs, and rock and roll kind of was overplayed in 40k there for a while. Sure, like cause that, that's all it was. And right, the, and that human element was still missing. It was just a meme. Yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah, continue. Like it was satirical. Yeah. Which, which really, which was what like back back then, even as as a child, it was very much. I was like, this is this is a little much. I'm not connecting with this. I can connect with angsty anger, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe part of it could be that, like, uh, you've you've matured as an individual, too. You've grown up some, and, you know, like, what your your values may have shifted or sh- uh, changed a little bit. Manzak says, I feel like the main character on the barge has a lot of last-minute details, poorly tacked on, like his tongue and the tentacle on his shoulder. Now, that may be true. Could be a, a rush paint job. It could be that, that heavy metal. It's the photography for me. I feel like they're just never quite on par with when you get the even the Gothazar harvester i thought was going to be like kind of crummy but once you put it together it's got this depth that that they don't show off in the pictures like it just doesn't convey the depth of the model and then you go oh this is actually really sweet um the the details thing is for me it's in the go too far always go too far with your sculpts games workshop always 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 because i can i can always like take a bit off is way easier than like green stuffing something on that I think should be there. Or even if you have a tentacle there, now I have a structure that I can green stuff and build upon. So like always go too far. You know, I like, I would like, I I always want their models to be too weird rather than not weird enough. Uh, Sometimes, sometimes it goes too weird in direction that I'm like, that's not my bag, but I'm glad they go (laughs) that far because again, it's really easy to, to bring it back. I I think also like, uh, a lot of those pictures for the bigger models that they have an issue, like just the angles that they could get in there, just makes things look really weird. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually wait to actually see it in person before I judge if something looks weird or wrong. I I tend to wait for that too. Like I always give myself a little bit of a um of like a sort of like buffer when I looking at like the images on the internet. I'm like, they almost always look better in person. Almost always. Uh, there's only a couple models that looked worse in person, and it's like Bulgors. I think Bulgors actually look worse than they look on the internet. Um, I was disappointed with how boxy and like how clumpy their hair is, and I'm like, ooh. Like, but they look mm-hmm. pretty sweet on the internet. So, Cough, Teclas. Are you saying Teclas looks better or worse in person? Because that's a... That's They're a... both fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> And that stupid fucking cat face thing is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen. So yeah, uh, I believe the twenty first, uh, the twenty first of January, I'll have Tyler Emerson and Martin Orlando on to talk about how uh, elves and how much they love them. <laughs> can I say so? I fucking love Marty. I love Marty. 
uh, we had Marty on when the Lumineth book first came out, and and no lie, he w- I, I have to hand it to him. He was trying so hard to get through the book, and it was just the three of us fucking dumb goons making fun of him the entire time. Just, just terrible. Just every single time he had to say he he'd say the the. The one spell, uh, total eclipse. It was going right into total eclipse of the heart. That's Every the time. only response you should have to anything called absolutely. Total yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You tell on, their, on their part. <laughs> I love you. You can tell if anyone that listens to listens back to the podcast. You can tell when he's slowly descending into anger because there's a pause. He just goes so, and then goes right into the next thing. And it, it, I have to hand it to him for his patience. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a really good deadpan too. If you you like have a good mm-hmm. conversation with him, um, Grim Slacker, I love you, buddy. He's just like, hey, straight fuck off, techless rules. Chat gang, you do not anything. You do not undermine the will of chat gang. Chat gang will fuck you up. <laughs> some people, some people like bad things. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. People give him a lot of shit. But like he's weak. That model's amazing. Great for kit matches on anything. The terrain that he comes with, great for terrain. Look, man, when I want a big bottle, I want a giant cat with a face mask, and I want my main character to be, do- so cool. to be doing an uncomfortable T-pose. <laughs> I, th- I think that... I, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Mars. Like, the face works great on, like, anything you want to kit bash it on to. Like... Is that the, a, the cat mask? No, that's Techless's face. But like really? the, the kit, I feel like the kit is great when you add it to other kits mm. in bits and pieces. That's mm. fair. That's fair. I I think um, Techless maybe might be might be the weak link on that on that model. But I think over I actually overall like it um, personally. And again, that's before having seen it physically in person. And I've seen some better photography where they've actually kind of shifted it. And the way he's like sort of floating forward really gives it this uh, sort of uh, diagonal sort of uh, 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 movement that actually really helps it from, like, the, the standard pose where you see him just kind of floating off to the side. It looks very flat. It's not like that in person, and I think that really helps it. I think... I think but you, you have to fix his arms, I think, is what most people sort of agree. And the others... Uh, I, go ahead. I don't like the floating period. I think I think it would look... It doesn't look imposing to me. It just... There's a dude floating. Okay, I, I disagree, and here and 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 I disagree for the reason uh, that I think you'll you can dig Slanesh, uh, Sigvald. Sigvald is floating down and like currently landing. If you look at the motion of the model, Sigvald yeah. is currently coming down like his cape, the way it's billowing up. Uh, yeah. uh, Teclas is the inversion of that anim- of that motion rising up. It's actually a really awesome sort of uh, dark mirror sort of vibe from the two models, and I think that that's really cool. Uh, in the same way that I love that that like uh, uh, Xanthos is a sort of dark mirror of what is it the Lord Arcanum on on Griff Charger or whatever like oh, the, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. like dark mirrors of each other like I think AOS is at its best when they are they're sort of like the factions that dislike each other are sort of mocking each other even in their sculpts and I think that really really brings some some harmony to the game across all of the factions and so I think Teclas I I don't know. I would have loved to be in that sculptor's room when they got the concept, right? Because you get you get like a piece of paper or post-it notes saying we need a sculpt for this, we need a sculpt for this, or you, and and they they kind of get a lot of free reign. They get a they get a ton of, of, of free reign. They, they they pick you know art from the past that they, they're really inspired by, um, and then they just have like they go through and they sculpt. Um, Martin, 
Orlando and Vince have some very good insights onto how that process works that I'm just not an expert on, but that's sort of my layman I mean, interpretation. That's fine. What's that? speculate that's fine I'm yeah cool with that. yeah but like i would love to be in that room when when something like that techless and the sig vault because 2020 ruined the rollout brexit ruined the rollout the, the yeah. there's some issues with china uh, with with china uh with tencent and and uh importing like the plastic and stuff like that that <laughs> ruined yeah that 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 was just a while back and that ruined some rollouts but that pipeline of developments going on kind of constantly so I, I have to imagine the sculptors, I don't know, they're probably not in the room together. It's probably more of a digital thing. I have to imagine the guy doing Sigvold looked at that techless model or vice versa, depending on how the pipeline works. And like, and they like, they kind of like one-umped each other back and forth. And I just imagine that story because like the guy just had like, maybe he did initially have techless like in, from the, uh, from the splash art. Where it's like the wide, and he's like kind of coming down like that, and that really cool box art that that like oh that should have been the sculpt, right? I bet you they had a sculpt like that. But then like Sigvald was over there, he's like no 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 fuck this, Sigvald's not gonna like out like I need a sphinx, and like you know like I could just imagine this contest of like going too far. And again, I always want them to go too far, like always. I just want to know who decided, hey, for this model, we should put a stupid fucking cat with a mask on it. I don't even comment on that. The mask looks super. I cool. like the mask. I think it's cool. Yeah. The mask is. I hate the mask. You're wrong. <laughs> you're I wrong. You're, look, it's America. You're you're uh, free to be wrong. Okay, that's the that's uh, the thing I have learned the most. It's got. The, it's a cat with this face. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That's a cat. It's face. it's serene. Uh, yeah, the the serenity of a cat face. I love that. The this is a, like there's an audio sort of component to the show. No one can see your face. <laughs> And so there's going to be people who are listening to this in pure podcast form on like Spotify or or Anchor or Podbean, <laughs> and I just want mm-hmm. them to imagine th- your face just just yeah. for a minute. Just you don't you may not know you may not know what Jared looks like just by his voice. Imagine him making whatever face he was making, and just like ruminate on that a moment. All right, we're good. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. with, the, with the floating thing, I I, I didn't think about the Sigvald contrast and stuff which i do like the dark parallels that you're talking about but the floating position reminds me of every cart like saturday morning cartoon when the bad guys like floating up getting super powered and they get shot down right at the last second that's what that position reminds me of I'm like that's an awful position to be in mm-hmm. no way any smart person would ever get in that position because that means they're going to die soon but like when the in the lore techless tends to make reckless some reckless very arrogant decisions and that's and, fair and yeah, i didn't put himself wait, in you mean line. like the Iden at the deepkin yeah never mind you're right <laughs> that's actually very fitting for him i don't have a complaint about the model anymore that's <laughs> i've never talked this through with anybody and yeah yeah do you ever make an entire race by accident and then fuck it up Way to go, Texas. <laughs> yes. I, I didn't think about doing it a second time. Uh, Grim, uh, Grim Slacker here uh, saying, this is AOS. You can love it and hate it. No middle ground required. And I love that take. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. that That's like, there are so many models like that where I'm like, I love it, but I hate it. Guo. Like, I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. like, I can't handle, yeah. I, like, the uh, 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 Drycha. I can't handle the trip my my tripophobia. Mm. Um, I saw someone do a conversion of Drycha into this like mm. uh, 
this undead thing where it had like the corpses coming out where Drycha is and like there's just like it, it was like a this corpse horror amalgam the thing that I really want in Age of Sigmar the most is like hor- like I want the bloodborne horror amalgam monsters like I want that you know I want the the craziness well, I guess we can that, this would be a good like sort of transition into our eldritch horror thing but uh uh <laughs> I saw them do that conversion I'm like this is the most grotesque metal awesome thing I've been talking about, but, like, it's got the Drycha, like, pods, and I'm like, it works so well, because, like, they filled it with, like, little, like, like, corpse pods and stuff, and I'm like, oh, it's so cool, and yet I'm still cringing, because, like, ah, like, I can't handle it, because it just... Did you, uh, Something about circles when they're close see... together, it's just my brain can't handle it. Uh, did you ever see the Great Clean one? The someone that modeled the yeah, great clean one. That is the creepy. most uncomfortable fucking model yeah. I have ever seen in my life. Where it's all like Just smooth and slick guy. Oh. <laughs> I don't like it. That one felt way worse than what Nor- that, Nurgle uh, normally looks like. I like no. <laughs> Just slick. Like, you know, the model sweaty. <laughs> like it's playing it's playing smash brothers in the basement somewhere sweaty like that kind of sweaty yeah, yeah. Oh. sorry smash brothers oh. fans <laughs> oh. oh man oh. it smells like dawn and oh. beer did, did you cool. link it in the chat for everybody there you go yeah <laughs> um that's oh god that, that one was gross i don't know i've played idk a few times techless did not fuck up that race is a total win yeah like they're a f- <laughs> perennial four and one army waiting for the five and oh just on a oh, matchup oh, play style, no the actual the the army itself to play is fantastic i'm saying from a lore perspective like he made a race that was soulless and blind that needed to go and fucking find souls to sap from other people and live underwater because reasons. Really, I'd argue that's still not even fucking up a race. This is making a really <laughs> hardcore race. Yeah, you're yeah. just gonna foster that shit. Yeah, what the the fuck up was leaving them. He made awesome <laughs> yeah. like sea vampire raiders. Like that's pretty sweet. Soul uh, vampires. He has to hold on to that past he has for yeah. some reason. Yeah, tech techless milk and cigaretted the uh, the, the <laughs> item that he <deep> gets. <laughs> <laughs> he went up for uh, milk and cigarettes and never came back. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then in addition later, they see him with the luminate. Like, what the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys ever watched Monk, but I just watched that episode of Monk where <laughs> he finally gets to see his dad. He's going through the whole time driving with his dad talking about his other brother he has. And at the end, he's like, oh no, he's a fuck yeah. up too. I'm like, it's waiting for luminate to turn out to be just a fuck up too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like it's uh, dad's other family. It's like fuck yeah. them. Uh, Sajil, feast your eyes upon the smooth. Warning, <laughs> uh, I I uh, wouldn't again. That's a model you cover in art coat just for lore purposes. <laughs> just so it's just just slick. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. man, great uh, clean one. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right, man. The yeah. great clean one. I just <laughs> the great... oh, oh. and it's even got stretch marks on it. Just uh, uh. like it, like it looks like it's covered in moisturizer. Like it's that kind of thing. It's... A lot of people which... really. Oh, go ahead. Finish your finish your thing. Oh, I was gonna say, which uh, to to go along with that. Since I've been painting my squigs all different colors, I did for fun do a flesh tone squig, and it literally looks like a testicle that came alive. I fucking love flesh-toned squigs. They're ridiculous. 
there's an uncanny valley to that. Like, like squigs by themselves are like completely out there, but when you start to try to make them look normal, it gets unsettling. Mm-hmm. Like with flesh yeah. tone, with like realistic flesh tones and stuff like that. That's what it's like. They should be fantastical and purple and have like bee yeah. stripes and stuff. No, the minute you start to try to like, well, what, I'm gonna paint this like photorealistic flesh. Who? <laughs> like I added little bits of purple in the creases and stuff, and it just it looks like a dude riding a testicle. That's it. <laughs> I'm so pleased you're pleased with this. I am, man. <laughs> that was the best flesh tone I ever painted. I was super proud of myself. If I'm gonna paint flesh, I better taint paint balls. Taint, get it? Freudian sleep. <laughs> minus uh Jared is just mad the great clean one looks like uh his head minus the beard. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Just slick. <laughs> Uncomfortable. <laughs> Add some brown static grass to like what the <laughs> Yeah. The, uh, the bottom of it <laughs> to the squig, <laughs> man. Uh, just seeing people like people really hate Teclas. It seems like they just like despise him. I I just don't like elves. I think that's the big thing. I don't like elves in general. That's why I, I like to shit on any of the elven races for the most. I mean, you're part. more you're more of a dwarf guy, as I recall from like our last 100%. conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I I was. Landing on this recently, like, I don't know if it's like a random live chat I had or if I was just hanging out in Discord with, with some of the chat gang. And I was like, I don't have the same fervor, like, fervent hatred for made-up stuff I used to have. Like, don't get me wrong, I play-act being angry about stuff because it's fun and yeah. it's cathartic. But, like, when it gets right down to it, like, um, like I don't really, like, have that. I used to, like, kind of dislike all the stunty races because if you're short, you're not important. Um, Everyone knows that, like. I learned that from Fist of the North Star. The taller you are, the more important you are. Um, <laughs> like, like children are short; they are they are therefore unimportant. Like I like it was just this like meme thing I always like joked about. But like it, it caused me to not like gnomes in you know like in whether it was World of Warcraft or like or like a halfling in in Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I just didn't like them. I would never play a halfling, even if it was the most min max thing I could come up with. And by extension, dwarves I kind of disliked until they made dwarves stout and not just short. Too. Short, yeah. You know, like because there's a, a, a time in there where like dwarves were like a small race as well, and then yeah. they made them. There is one exception to this, even growing up, and that one exception was David the gnome. David the gnome was was fucking awesome. Amazing. I loved amazing. It. Like uh, Nickelodeon, you guys remember David the gnome? Like. Just like mm-hmm. he had like a pet fox that he or not a pet fox. He was like a friend. Swift. Yeah, yeah. The fox. It just, was a fox. Just just a friend. Swift. Friendo. Like they would just like show up and he like party with with Swift. It was awesome. It was always One like of the saddest endings to a kids show too. Like the season finale to that is fucking depressing. Jeepers. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, he dies. He just kind of. Yeah. yeah. He Obi Wan dies. <gasps> Spoilers. David the Spoilers, gnome. David the gnome. David the gnome dies. Right. Well, not like that makes him even more metal because you're not a hero unless Are we you on die. The gnomes? I'm talking about. Uh, I was talking about my bias towards towards uh, stunty races for a long time in fantasy, oh. like how I didn't like them, um, except for one exception being David the gnome from uh, the Nickelodeon cartoon. I always thought he was awesome, mm-hmm. and 
And I did what? like I did like Frodo and and uh, the old like cartoon uh, Hobbit. I freaking love that shit, especially uh, the orc song. Well, there's a whip, there is a way. I thought that we don't want to go to work today, but the Lord of the Lash says, nay, nay, nay. I thought that was the most metal shit ever when I was a kid. I'm like, hell, fuck yeah. Throwing up the horns. I'm like six, like throwing up the horns watching The Hobbit. Like, that's the most metal shit you could do. Yeah, the Lord of the Lashes, nay, 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 so good. It was so good. Um, this is if I had any audio talent, I would like uh, edit in a track that is legally safe to not get a copyright infringement, so you could hear how awesome that song was. So instead, I'm gonna have tell you guys to go listen to it right now. I'll wait. All right, welcome back. Um, wasn't that awesome? <laughs> So good. It was the best. <laughs> I listened to it like three times during that wait. It was yeah. great. Loved it. Yeah, fantastic. Big fan. Fantastic. So yeah, um so uh we, we kinda talked about like your slanet your your slanet aesthetic. I um I, I don't really have to go into like the aesthetics I I love because everyone knows I'm all about the bones and vampires and death, you know, like uh always into that. Um maybe I'll 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 get into it a little bit later, but for now I want to talk to Jared because when I asked you kind of at the before we went live here, I asked you like, well, you know, what's that army that really resonates with with you? What is that? Do you have like the one army? Because I think most people tend to have their army. Eventually, you find it. You know, you don't. You may not always have it. Like there, I think there's like even some competitive players out there where like they kind of like you know they they they've got to keep up with the meta, so they they tend to like you know, play what's rotating through the meta and they go, you know, uh, there, when, when that one army rotates back in, they're like, fuck yeah. You know, like, um, I think Brendan, I think I just described Brendan, like he'll, yeah, he'll play Slanesh when Slanesh is like the most viable, like he wants to play ogres secretly a lot. And you know, when, <laughs> when death is like at the top tables, then he's, then he's super content, uh, cause he loves his death armies. Um, but like he's 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 not averse to playing Zinch if Zinch rotates into fashion or whatever it is, and I think that that that's fine, that's fair. I, I, again, I've never bashed anyone for meta chasing or trying to be competitive. That's not that's never been my take. Never will be. Everyone enjoys the game their own way. Uh, but I do think that that regardless of of your level of competition, you still have that like army. And man, you when you said like no, I got like one of everything. I'm like what? It's just kind of like my brain like just kind of like short circuited a little bit. So you want to take me through that a little bit and and take checking through that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I have a hobby ADD, I think, and I I've started, especially over 2020, Fate. I really started getting into, <laughs> yeah, into uh, conversions. So, like, my main armies have always been dwarves. So, I love my dwarf armies. Just to kind of talk about that, Ko really spoke to me. But right now, I haven't been playing them much, weirdly enough, because they are kind of big in the meta, and it kind of bothers me. Then, for some reason, I don't know why. I, no, I understand this. You got to be special. But, I get it. No, the snowflake power. <laughs> You you got it. You got to be a unique snowflake, and it's not fun when you're not. Mm -hmm. If everyone knows it's good, yeah. If yeah, if yeah, piece yeah, of chaos gets good, good, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, if piece oh. of chaos gets good suddenly, <laughs> like I'm just not gonna want to play. I'm like, ugh, I don't, I don't want to take these guys off the shelf now because everyone's playing them. Gross. Like I liked playing them when it was like cheeky good to play them. I don't like playing them when they're yeah. awesome. Um, but but go on. Sorry, I cut you off like oh, four times there. It, it, no no no, it's fine. Um. The other thing, like, like, then when you play them, and if you win, it's like, oh, well, you won because you're playing the top army. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to I wanna play them because I enjoy playing them. But, so, so 
sometimes always take the wind out of your sails, even if you've been playing that yeah. army. I was like, oh, but oh, but I, I liked that before. <laughs> yeah, I played KO since they came out. I, yeah. I took them to every major tournament. It was just over this past year. I kind of I kind of got tired of them for how much I played, how hard I played. So I really got into conversions. Um, and I have three big conversion armies. One that's finished up, and that's the one that I showed you guys was the gnomes. And then I have two I'm working on right now. Well, well talk about the talk about the gnomes real quick for for chat gang here because they they, so, so, they didn't even see it. So what are these gnomes? Yeah, um, I'll post I'll post some stuff on Twitter too, but I can if anyone can see video and stuff, I'll post them up too. So I always thought that um, well, it, it kind of started for anyone that does the all five people that listen to the own five podcast. Um, we decided we were talking about the one that like what's a race that isn't really represented at Age of Sigmar, and we said gnomes. I mean, gnomes just aren't in. It's a classic fantasy race, and it's not really represented in Age of Sigmar. So we jokingly called it timepiece gnomes, and it would be like super clockwork gnomes uh, on DMT, and they actually had like modern day weapons just for fun, but they weren't really useful, and just a lot of color and glit and glamour. So I. Weirdly enough, and I'll kind of show it on camera here, but and obviously my camera sucks, but I'll post it up on Twitter too. Uh, uh, this one's rocking bagpipes. It's got like the big hooked <laughs> nose. Yeah, yeah. Nice if old... you if you green stuff night gob uh, green stuff little beards on night goblins and then paint them flesh tones, they look like gnomes. <laughs> Get, they have all the same stuff. They have the the cloaks with the like kind of semi peaked hooded hats and stuff like that, and and. They work out like perfectly for gnomes. So I did a Boingrop Bounders list. Actually, this is the one with the shotgun. Let's see if I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I did a Boingrop Bounders list and I added little green stuff beards onto all of them. So I made my gnome list. That's amazing. Uh, and it's all on squigs. The squigs are all different colors. I tried to make each squig something different with a theme. So I did like. Uh, red, white, and blue squig, and I called him the Gnome Lander. Um, or like the the uh, the Flesh Knight was the one that was like the skin colored testicle squig. So I, I, I mean, test testicle squig has such a better ring to it, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, testicle squig, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Um, Good call. Yeah, on so, those, uh, so that was my. <laughs> That was uh, that was one of my first conversion armies. That along with, and this goes into a little bit what we were talking about before with Eldritch Horror. Um, I I always liked Nurgle, but I didn't originally like the aesthetic, and I always loved like Cthulhu and everything. So I modified. I did a, a mainly Blight Kings list, uh, and fully modified them all out to be Cthulhu-y. So my Glotkin actually has the Cthulhu face, and I green stuff the tentacles and everything on, and my Great and Clean ones the. Uh, Reaper Bones Dagon model and all that kind of stuff. So, do you leave in all the? Do you leave in all the gross, like all the pustules and stuff like that, or do you do you like uh, uh, take those down or I green keep, stuff around them? So I keep some of them. Or what I found is if you paint them like eyeballs instead of pustules, oh, green stuff them to look like eyeballs, it fits really well. Yeah, yeah, that's metal. That's uh, actually so pretty cool. You get the more eye. So the the the. Grant yeah, us eyes, eyes. Yeah. yeah, like okay. Oh, that's gonna get like straight into a bloodborne feel. Oh, I love mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So the feculent gnarl maw. On I have three of them. On one of them, I took the you know like it's got those pods in the three spots. I yeah ground those down and made it three huge eyeballs. 
in the middle of it. So it's like a like a, a, a fuck. What's the one thing? The the demon sultan or whatever. The uh, Azathoth to try and make each one kind of look like an Azathoth or a Shagoth or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that or a couple of them, I kept the little pustules in, but just painted them all up so they look like eyes. Basically, wherever there's pustules, you can make them into eyes pretty easily. That's pretty with cool. With either paint or just a little bit of green stuff. That's actually really, you're really cool. You're making me want to get a Nurgle army just to do this now. Dude, and, and Nurgle already has a lot of tentacle aesthetic. Yeah, and it's it lends yeah. really well to it. I shave off a lot of the fly stuff, mm-hmm. uh, well, but yeah. beyond that, yeah, and then a lot of rust patterns. So you can go into the water feel, and then go into like fishmen for yeah uh, bears. Yeah, like d- stuff. So deep ones, like the classic sort of mm-hmm. Cthulian deep ones. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I made my uh, uh, what? What's the the demon herald for Nurgle? I forget the little plague something. I made that into the king in yellow. Oh, just one of those ones. So I'll post up some pictures and I don't have them with me. But then my two other conversion armies that I'm currently working on, I'm doing a uh, uh, Chamanite uh, OBR. So uh, metal. The bone one. Yeah. All metal. metal one. Yeah. Instead of bone. Uh, and I'm following. So have you ever heard of SCPs or SCP Foundation, like the little short stories? Yeah. Yeah. I love those. <laughs> There's one called uh, the Church of the Broken God, where they it's a it's like a mechanical church that follows like a mechanical being, like a mechanical god that they say is broken. Yeah. I tried to theme it all onto that, so I did a lot of cogs. Here, I know this kind of sucked for don't have video, but um, just a couple of conversion stuff, <laughs> like I did. <laughs> Frank here going. Metal OBR, huh? Because <laughs> he's got metal yeah, the... Necrons. Oh, I mean, Necrons. Yeah, look at that. But just like uh, a lot of cogs and stuff, and then for a bone tied nexus was the biggest conversion. So for those of you that, that... Ca- those of you that didn't get to see that, he actually essentially has like the archon, uh, the uh, the archon, the black model, and he's got the cogs, the chromatic cogs are what props it in the air, as opposed to the yeah. uh, the sort of weird on its own spindly bits. So it's a really cool conversion. Plus, then he's got a metallic sort of necron style vibe to it with the even like green glowing energy like the necron gauze energy so and then uh my bone tied nexus i actually made out of oh yes uh uh, the stargate the chaos stargate yeah Yeah. uh i forget what that thing's called but i just know it as the chaos gun stargate from 40k no, it's it's um, it's gate. it's the fog gate. It goes fog. Get it? We're not getting sued for this one. Fog gate. <laughs> fog gate. <laughs> it is the fog gate. It's the fog gate. We can get free cable. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And then the last conversion army I was doing was I wanted to fuck around with Stormcast for fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And the one thing I found, one of the fun joke armies of 40k that never transferred over into AOS, and I was kind of sad by Angry it, Marines? Angry Marines. I knew you were going that so, way. Yeah. So I made Ragecast Eternals. <laughs> He's got the middle <laughs> finger. He's got the middle <laughs> finger up. <laughs> Keep I, out. I saw this on Instagram. Yeah. So I yeah. have them all fucked up. All different heads instead of like like power fists or something. Just as ridiculous as humanly possible for Stormcast guys. Um, so that's what I'm doing for them. The, the story behind them basically is they got reforged too many times and now they're just angry, completely bad. Shit insane. Yeah. Yeah. Those dickheads now. 
So that's the dick doesn't I work for his ass. Yeah. yeah. So so what I like to do what what kind of twenty twenty made me learn about myself and armies and stuff is if I don't like an aesthetic but I like a play style, I'm going to convert that army into something that speaks to me. And I think it kind of gets around, at least for me, it gets around that, well, I don't really like the way these models look. I'm going to make the models look the way I want them to now. So I can kind of play a little more into my play style while still uh, having something close to home. So so you kind of choose to sort of in, infuse your aesthetic into an army that you like the play style of, or you've like, even like a meme army idea that you, you're like, I got to make yeah. that. And then that'll be the fun, the joy of it. Um do you consider yourself like a great hobby? I looking at your stuff, I think it looks pretty great from from what I can tell. You, like you mentioned, no, your not at camera. all. But you you don't consider yourself a great hobbyist. How do you? How I do personally you, don't. How do you throw yourself into that? Like, because I think one thing is that like you know people kind of tend to pick an army that they already like the aesthetic of, and uh, mm -hmm. that way they don't have to. I mean, I'm just talking about myself here. Like, I love o the OBR aesthetic out the box. So I'm like, they're already like pan Asian samurai skeletons. I that's what my conversion <laughs> idea would be. I don't need to touch that. Um, you know, one of the struggles I think for a lot of people uh, is like they don't consider themselves a great hobbyist. How do you just like go like screw it? I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Like how wh where does that come from? So I'll say from from a mental standpoint, and just I think anyone can do that. I th so I don't think you have to necessarily be a really good hobbyist to start dabbling in conversions. And I think. So I, I started learning some from a lot of my friends and stuff uh, in terms of like little things that they picked up. Some of the best conversions are the smallest conversion pieces. So it might just be something small adding to the model. And the more you do that, the more it builds up. And So like a beard. See... So like just doing a beard on your yeah. gnomes. Yeah, like on your goblins, right? Yeah. Like really, realistically, I'm not changing much of the model on my gnomes. I added a beard. And then the real conversion part to that is, let's paint them fucking weird. What happens if I make this thing that's classically supposed to be this color, this color instead? And you try one. If it works out and it looks kind of cool, do another couple. I don't think you have to be a, an amazing hobbyist to really push yourself to do some neat conversions. I think it's, it's, it's a lot of uh, get an idea and look at bits and, and try to look at kits in terms of bits, not as kits themselves and i think you can really come up with some neat stuff that way yeah cool um mars you do some pretty great conversion work yourself too i know you had the uh was that the uh the void dragon it looked like uh, the base there that you're working on yeah uh you had techless's face on it um how do you just like saw some dude's face off and throw it up like where's what's the mentality when you go into that uh for doing some sweet conversions and you're because you you pretty much had to, to had to uh scratch build your vampire army that you had going there for a while a lot of your vampires yeah. so you you had to also inject your aesthetic how do you approach that um i don't know what who gave me this advice but they said just cut it just it was just just do it i was like okay and i kind of just took that dog like well i'm gonna cut it and like i'm already kit bashing like i can't fuck it up more than what i'm gonna do to it yeah so i was just i don't know like kind of see all the models like i know people put like oh this i spent money on this it's expensive like i don't want to ruin this but I'm like i'm already going to paint it which is probably going to ruin it anyway so <laughs> what's one more thing at this point 
Yeah. Tristan's in here like you just break. Just fuck it. Like he just yeah. I think he's he's trying to say like you just you just do it. He's got yeah. some fantastic conversions there. Uh I saw Travis. Yeah, Kicker's still here in chat. If you've seen he put the the uh the rack, the IDK rack back together, green stuffed yeah. in the planks. Like actually like green stuffed in the planks and stuff to fill it back in and make it a complete boat again. For his vampire's army, and he's gonna—I guess he's—he's he's trying to track down Clown Nagash to to be like the, at the helm, you know, piloting it, and that's gonna be his—that's gonna be his like either his Nagash for a for a Staliarch Lord's army, um, and like, so like that's uh, there's some awesome conversions I see going around in in, in this, and one of those things, where like, I have a met that metal barrier. I'm like, well, this is already made by a professional artist. What am I gonna do that makes it better, you know? So I've I've got that mental hang up. Is there? Do you have an advice for like me just getting over that? I I personally I I want to make my stuff stand out and look different because it it sucks when you go up to a mirror match and like oh that's the same thing I'm playing again like it, it looks the same. I want mine to be different. I want it to be mine. So mm-hmm. and- I, I I'll just say. Just it, it helps make it yours instead of just painting it. It, yeah. it adds a little bit of your flair to it. Yeah, Jared. People don't give themselves enough credit for how artistic they can really be. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think like just what you said there was was a big note. And I think it's you have to build up that confidence of well, I know that this is a, a professional artist or something that modified this, but they did it based off their image, and I kind of want something that's based off my image. Yeah. You, it's not saying yours is better than theirs or yours is, you know, maybe GW should have picked up your model instead of their model. No, it's just, it's just, this is my take on what this is because I had a an idea in my head and I wanted to make it out of something. Some people put pen to paper and write stories and it, a lot of people don't write good stories. I'm sure everyone's read fan fiction out there that's fucking terrible, but it's something they gave that's part of themselves and it's artistic and they like it. And that's, what's important, man. I mean, we, if you're doing it for someone else, it's not worth it. Well, we, we, we there's uh, yeah. to tie this into, we've had like a star Wars subplot tonight, just cause I know Mars is a, a star Wars guy here. Um, I put it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, expanded universe. Uh, I read a bunch of the books in, in middle school and I remember when, the sort of like the latest, what is it? Uh, with Ray and Finn, I can't remember what the the new line was called. Um, the sequels, Force Awakens, I guess. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. sequels and stuff like that. Um, one of the big criticisms folks like me had was that they essentially took the EU, said no, 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 fuck the EU, none of that like exists, and then they like cherry picked stuff from the EU and made that their plot and I'm just like yeah shake fist super mad but the EU to, to tie this into to fan made and 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 fanfic the EU was fanfic Boba Fett's novels were fanfic he had oh there's no way around <laughs> did he have a spoken fucking line in in the original like the original tril- trilogy 
I, I remember asking my friend Sam because like I didn't oh, I, I didn't get it. I, he maybe he maybe grunted or went or had a Wilhelm yeah. scream when he gets thrown into the Sarlacc bit by Luke Skywalker. But like <clears throat> Yeah, I don't think there's actual a, a single line. No, no, and my friend Sam was like I'm like because my friend Sam was a huge Boba Fett fan, and I'm like, why do you like Boba Fett? And I remember in Rifts there's a there's a uh, there's an armor that looks like Mandalorian army armor. It's it's uh it's in the Merc book, appropriately. Uh, I'm like, why do you like him? And he's like, because he looks sweet. And one time Vader points at him and says, no disintegrations. And I thought that was awesome. And I'm like, this is the most nerd reason to like something ever. And now look, we got like the Mandalorian later. But but some fan saw Boba Fett, said that looks sweet, and Vader told him not to disintegrate crap, and that makes him sound like he's sweet. So they went out and they wrote a fiction story about how he blows up his backpack to escape the Sarlacc bit, and he's still alive, kicking ass and, and like, bounty hunting throughout the galaxy, and that was, like, the EU take on, on Boba Fett. And, like... Clearly, he was such a fan favorite that the prequels are like, oh yeah, we got to throw in where Boba Fett comes from because the 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 prequels were all about telling you how the ice cream became ice cream. Um, yeah. They couldn't just let you eat the fucking ice cream to steal Patton Oswalt joke. <laughs> well, I'm I'm all about the prequels, so I'm just joking, man. Um, no, I don't, I don't want to yuck anyone's like yum when it comes to the prequels. Um, yeah. But the, the real the best yum, sure. Thank you. <laughs> and... I... I want it on record. Math today said yes. They're the best. I said sure dismissively. <laughs> I'm refusing to acknowledge your dismissiveness. All right, that's fine. That's <laughs> you can have the same kind of thing with Biggs Darklighter too. He was kind of big in the extended universe, and all he was, he was originally supposed to be in the original movies, and he got cut out. Like the one scene that was supposed to have Biggs Darklighter got cut out. Yeah. So like, yeah. he was a, a huge force in the EU. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, the point is, is that like somebody loved something they saw so much so that they had to like inject that and infuse that into the world, and you zoom out a little bit, like yeah, it might have been crappy fan fiction, glorified fan fiction, really. That's all the EU was, and I'm I don't yeah. mean this as an insult. I mean this as high no, praise. I mean, like, I mean, trying to keep track of everything in the EU, like it was not very well curated. Sure. So, like, yeah, it was like just going to a fan fiction website and trying to just navigate like a cohesive story out of it. All. Right. 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 But 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 what I'm saying now is like we've got like the Mandalorian and like it is the culmination of all that fan fiction. Like John Favreau is just why does the Mandalorian work? He doesn't write it to sell Star Wars crap. It's already going to sell. Like, he doesn't, you know, do it to appeal to any sort of, like, thing other than the fact that he's a fan writing a show for fans. You know? And, like, yeah. the fan service is almost gratuitous at times. Uh, <laughs> but... Boba Fett fight scene. Oh, no. Awesome. Well, Boba Fett... Shit, no, awesome. no. The, uh, the, stor the, the frickin' stormtroopers on the speeders at, like, uh, either the end of season one or the beginning of that season two. Awesome. They're sitting there on the fucking speeders, and they're just, like, got the, the droid piece there. They're, like, shooting at it, and they keep missing it. Like, huh, sight must be <laughs> off or something like that. I'm like... Come on. <laughs> Come on. The fanfic movies are hilarious. I, w I was just watching on TikTok or something. I think it was on TikTok or something, but it was... Uh... 
it was all the stormtroopers at the bar afterwards, and they basically traded the, the Death Star like 9-11. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, God. Oh, I saw like, something like, like that shit. forever ago on YouTube. It was an inside job so that they could get us on top. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> Oh, I rem- what, wasn't that on YouTube like forever ago? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. So. Oh, I remember that. Awesome. That's so great. All I'm saying <laughs> is, all I'm saying is, yeah. it starts with like hushed tones, like get real. Yeah, yeah oh, I love Jesus, it. He's going into this again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The, uh, the um, but yeah, like the uh, the the point I was making is 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 you know, like you think that it's just silly you know, your silly fan spin or that you're not making something professional, you're not making something great or lasting. But, like, all of these little injections of yourself into the game of Age of Sigmar, for me, it it, it, it is a very apt metaphor, fan fiction of something established that you think is better or bigger than you. And then you look, you know, 10 years later, you know, we're all, I think most people are in Age of Sigmar for the long haul, or Warhammer for the long haul, maybe you're, you're just a hobbyist in general. Um... You know, you'd be surprised where that'll take you in, you know, you know, five years or a couple years. And I say you'd be surprised how vampires are about to come out just out of the sheer will of the uh, fandom right now. <laughs> like, if they didn't, if they didn't have, like, vampires ready to go, certainly the rallying cry, they're like, oh, crap, we got to get on making vampires because the longer we don't make them, the less net money we make because... I, I'm pretty sure... Like it wasn't a thing, and then like it slowly started building up, and like oh, maybe that should be the next thing we start making and releasing. <laughs> yeah, seems like strike when the iron's hot. They really want it, so let's just get it going. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, that's I, what I'm doing with gnomes. Yeah, this is what you're doing yeah. with gnomes, and yeah. and and uh, gnomes are next now. <laughs> it's coming. Heard it here tonight. Coming. This is where it starts. Gnomes are coming. Yeah, yeah. Come, we gotta get it. We gotta get a catch. <laughs> I got. I got to talk to Tom and have him come up with a catchy, uh, uh, like hashtag for gnomes, like you did vampirates. Yeah, It'd be like I don't know, gnome mercy or something like that. Like I, I don't gnome know. Mercy. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know. Um, no, so you know, infusing and injecting thing, and and there is, I do think, a a need for doing this with Age of Sigmar, which is kind of where I'm going with all of this because. It is such a blank canvas, and uh, I think I talked with Vince about it. Uh, I've brought it up on just random streams when I'm just like, you know, not recording for a podcast or anything like that. Like, I, Age of Sigmar doesn't get weird enough. They've kind of been playing it safe with traditional fantasy races, elf dwarves, you know, elf dwarves, humans in armor. Like, it's pretty straightforward. And to an extent, they have their certain sensibilities and their aesthetics they gotta like, they gotta do. You know, you're going to have your corn warriors. You know, that's the, the classic, like, chaos warriors is yeah. Citadel iconic. Like, it is their DNA. They have to check some of those boxes. But right now, I'm, I'm looking at the game, and I'm like, I think you've kind of checked them all. you you got to get Soul Blight out. Um, I think uh, you're, you're missing, I think, one more dwarf faction uh, is in terms of, like, boxes that just need to be checked. But then you've got about eight more armies, if you want to, I use a hypothetical number of like 30. You've got about eight more armies then to fill in. And this is where I want to see them get really weird with it. I, I, I feel like we could have another orc army or or have a, re, a relaunch of like savage orcs and stuff like that. 
Like just just updated sculpts could you know really for me getting orcs updated is really about putting them in the realms, which is I think something they do really well with Lumineth Realm Lords. Uh, you know, love or hate yeah. elves, they do a really good job of like look at this guy on like a mountain that's kind of weird, and this one's riding a freaking cloud like because and that's that's a very good point. That makes me. Like the orcs are all about like the realms and being in nature and everything, but they're they feel very disconnected. Like even even like the ogres are being chased by like the ever frost ever uh, ever like, winter yeah everyone like they still feel disconnected from the realms that they're in compared to the Lumineth who really should not be as close as they are compared to like the people living out in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're they're pretty much reserved to to the one weird flighty lighty realm right like the yeah yeah like uh uh hish or whatever like they're they're kind of like there but like orcs you know like you you just go to a chaman you like where, where are the 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 metal ass orcs right like yeah. where are the where are the action orcs where they're like wearing like you know salamander leather and like flame hide or whatever the heck made up thing would exist in Akshi. uh you know Star camels that are just erupting starbursts of camelness, like whatever the random weird species. <laughs> what was it? Uh, like Gurren Logan has just the really stupid weird animals in it. Like, where are the weird stupid animals of it? Like represented on their their bases. It's nice. Think, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say I think destruction's like poison a very very good spot to just get real weird with it and have like a variety. Of creatures and sculpts, especially with the orcs, like they'll just tame fucking everything. Yeah, the savage orcs in particular are yeah. the one where I'm like, where where are these living in like gur with gur beast hides all over them? Like, where is all of that? And obviously, we we, we have this aesthetic thing we've been talking about, dear viewer. Do that now. I hope I've inspired you. But like. <laughs> Games Workshop, come on! Like, where where is that? It's cool when you put like a Sigmar helmet indented on the ball, the Mason chain on the Goblin Fanatic. That's really awesome. But like, it was pretty cool. More of that, but then also more of living in your realms because that's what I really want to see. That's why I think gnomes need to happen and go into destruction. I think just because I feel gnomes are more of a psychotic, sadistic kind of animal, and it would add to destruction the high tech element. That isn't like everything about destruction right now, realistically, is very primal, very like earthen, like in that kind of nature almost feel like, yeah. like rigorous nature, realm of beasts. Bring in gnomes and you've got the high tech. You've got that metal, that, that, that oblong creational vast destruction. Mm hmm. And then, real, like, like planetary destruction kind of I mean, feel. It could be like easily from, from Chaman with all the metal. Yeah. yeah. I, mm -hmm. Oh, that'd be really cool. Tech Side pieces. note, D &D, my D&D &D world, all gnomes are psychotic people like that. They so absolutely that, should that be. Works, yeah. That's how I picture they gnomes. absolutely should yeah. be. Mm -hmm. Well, e even the WoW gnome is, like, kind of, like, they're they're kind of, like, nuts with, like, Gadget yeah. Xan and stuff. Like, they're, like, totally crazy. And, like, all the old, like, tinkered devices that they've made that have gone crazy and are trying to murder you forever. Like, <laughs> yeah. even even gnomes are pretty pretty bonkers that way. And that, yeah, I think there's there's a core of, like, being bonkers and destructive to gnome, what has become the general gnome mythos, the sort of meta understanding of what a gnome is for fantasy, and Age of Sigmar is for me is the place where fantasy comes to get turned up to eleven. You know, it's it's the yeah, uh, like Skaven feels like it's on the precipice of that. 
Like Skaven's that, but more like I feel like gnomes would be a good like counterpoint to Skaven. Yeah. yeah, 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 one hundred percent. I like where you're yeah. going with this. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, gnomes yeah. is a dark mirror to Skaven. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like that. Like I think Skaven, Skaven already are at like eleven. I think they can be turned up to thirteen because they need to go further still because they've always been aesthetically like they went further than anything in their time period. But like, yeah, they're not like far enough. Now I feel like people are catching up to them now. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they haven't moved, and then everybody's. And if yeah. we want to circle up. this back to the uh, uh, political political talk from the previous rant cast, obviously. Well, I mean, so, my, uh, uh, Skaven actually, if you read a lot of the stories, Skaven are very fascistic. Like mm-hmm. the culture of Skaven is hugely rooted in fascism, and like stealing people's of ideas and everything. So if you take gnomes and make them hardcore, like communistic, psychotic. Of just like hordes and <laughs> shit, and everyone gets stuff. That'd be fantastic as an intention. Get what you want and just figure out how yeah. to make it work. Let's go, baby. You just make it fucking work. Everyone's equal. Yeah. But like at the same time, not at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like viciously yeah. equal. Like they're viciously equal. Yeah, so, like. Viciously equal. <laughs> yeah. Someone build something a little bit bigger. Ah, me and knock you mm-hmm. down a little bit. Yeah. Same size as everybody. We all have the same amount of components. Um, I got it's a couple. One kit that you make into twelve different things. Yeah, I got a few few comments here from from chat gang. Um, feel like uh, vampires are coming. Humans must be on the heels uh, with like witch hunters. I I mean that that that's your box, right? You could have your yeah. Witch Hunter versus vampires, that's cool. Um, let's let's see what the Church of Sigmar looks like. Something we've all wanted is, like, what do regular humans, not just the, like, uh, not just, like, the the throwback cities of Sigmar. Like, yeah, it's cool that you get to play with your old toys, but, like, you're, you mean to tell me that it's been literal thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and the humans are still, rock like, rocking the same fabulous cod pieces and feathers in their caps that they were from the old world? Come on. What it what do it's an eighties metal band cover that just happens to have a bunch of like Germans in it for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, 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 that's the city's armies. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, we've got a dude that's in, in full plate armor and he's the soul of a dead dude and he dies and becomes the soul of a soul of a dead dude. And they got lightning and they ride a cat. Mountain down is you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then what what are the humans they're protecting? Oh, Sven and and Johan and Johan over here with a mug of something and he likes poofy clothes. Yeah. You know, if I was living in that world as a human and I saw fucking Stormcast Eternals with all the technology and I'm sitting there as Sven, I'd be questioning why the fuck do I worship Sigmar? I'm sitting here. In a goddamn mud hut, he got these gold warriors jumping down in lightning. What? 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 What's happening? Well, well, that's where I got armor made out of gold that could feed me for a year and a half. Well, we started, we started to get the devoted to Sigmar a little bit and stuff like that. Like, and and I, I just want them to do that now that they have a better feel. I don't think they had like a, a an amazing feel for where Age of Sigmar was going back then. Um, yeah, I think they do now. And so, like, I want to see what the those mortal populations really are like. Not by all means, cities of Sigmar play with your old toys. Like, cool, everyone should get to play with their stuff. Like, that's you know one of my tenets. Um, but like, what is what is this Church of Sigmar? These witch hunter, elf hunter, or not elf hunters? These these witch hunter, you know, elf what? Hunters, okay. 
Oh, there's okay. Yeah, I was thinking. Sorry, Slanesh on the brain. Um, what does that look like? <laughs> the next, the next dwarf army is gnomes. Well, I, I'm liking where we're going with it being a destruction army. I, I like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Manzak says I would have. Go ahead. Commune gnomes. Commune gnomes. There you right. go. I, I the really like this idea. <laughs> no, this is great. This is great. Uh, Manzak Mini says uh, I would have preferred gnomes be a thing that ko are as the great inventor tinkerers and dwarves be the mountain grudge bearing rune golem stuff. Uh, well, I, 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 I'm happy. I could see that. Uh, I, 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 I agree, but I'm happy KO exists the, the way they do. Yeah, I like same. the, I like the, the, like the, the, the hyper capitalist space, like privateers. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's really, that are dwarves with like machine, mu machine gun mustaches. And like, I think that shit's mm -hmm. really cool. Like I like the, how they, they have beard guns. Dwarf idea. Like, well, well, they they they're, took... they're clearly dwarfs, but they're yeah. not traditional in any way, and I well, like that. Well, they took the the greed and the grudge in it, and they like and they reimagined it, like because like, the dwarven mm -hmm. greed. What would that look like? They're grudges, like they have declarations of, like of independence for yeah. their cities, like and each one of them has it. They write in their their hatred and their grudges of people <laughs> yeah. in, into their declarations mm -hmm. and stuff like that, or their constitutions. It's yeah, yeah, like it's it's it's, it's here in the rules, like they're like you know the like I I like that. And dwarves have always kind of had a little bit of the inventor thing too. Like I feel like the dwarf yeah. got fractured into gnome to be that and they kind of lost some of their inventor identity but they've always had the forges and like great architects and to see that advance like what's the what's the natural you know what's Luther over here with his foot <laughs> checking yeah yeah so so yeah i, I want to see that um grot bag scholars say what i mean yeah like we could do that like i'm i'm cool with that showing up um uh, Seraphon need to be taken to eleven too. The premise already Thanks. is the the models just aren't. Yeah, the models. I think that's really what yeah. holds them back. Like they the need yeah. go watch Stargate and redo those sculpts. Like I mean, like so just touching on that Cthulhu thing that we're eventually going to get to is like I feel like the way they're written is almost they're like they're unknow like nobody really knows what the fuck they're up to or right. what their plan is. They're unknowable. There's some force compared to everybody else. Yeah, but I think yeah. their sculpts are really Space lacking. Car. Like, yeah, and their their sculpts so cool. really lack though. Like, it's not enough tentacles for the Cthulhu thing, and and they kind of look very derpy with their older stuff. I'm like, I I can't take that. I know it's gonna kill me, but I'm not taking it seriously. No. I think uh, yeah. everyone's here. Everyone's on board with our destruction gnomes now. <laughs> I yes. I want this I want this to take off. Yes. Hashtag no mercy. <laughs> no mercy. Yep, it's coming. <laughs> well, while we're throwing out what, like really wishlessy things, I'm hoping the vampire hunters are actually a part of death, and they're just chaos hunters with death, like mm. human death team up type thing. I think that would be really cool. Well, I've been wanting the. The the book all, every book that you have that's on any of the death factions uh, talks about how like the living cohabitate with the dead in Shaiish. Yeah. Like I think that's a really mm -hmm. cool premise where like you're living with grandpa, like the ghost of grandpa and shit, and like you're just like still there, like hanging out in Shaiish because like that's yeah. like like all the various like planes when people die in the mortal realms, like they all kind of end up in Sh yeah, they all go to Shaiish, yeah. and 
like, but there's also like, what are the natives like? Because like, there's native mortals there too, and to to imagine yeah. like, to imagine like you living with your ancestors and like, because death, cool. as you said earlier on, isn't really the end point for almost any of these, any any of the factions yeah. or any of the grand alliances, um, and imagining like what would an army look like if it's got like the sort of cities of Sigmar dark reflection shyish version of it not you know and then like also like partying with ghosts and skeletons like what would that be so like that's what i think like the witch it would be like the classic witch hunter except for with that whole like crossbow belt fed fucking stake shooter yeah, yeah. Out chaos but then got like maybe like the vampires have like a bloodlust role and like they help control that by like staking them in the heart or some shit i don't know but i thought it'd be really cool for like seeing them pair up together like that that would be cool. And yeah. even with, uh, like, Van Helsing, that movie that is super underrated. Yeah. That um, movie's amazing. Where he's, what, what he's the a... The Hugh Jackman one? Yeah, the Hugh Jackman yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I basically... Mean, it's great. Strong word. I... It's amazing. It's amazing. I like... Look, look. I always say this. I like I the movie Zombie like Beavers. I love the oh, movie wow. Zombie Beavers. Okay. And that's I see where you're at. The movie. Mm. Easy. Oh, I'm not saying I have wrong. good taste. <laughs> no, there is absolutely nothing wrong with some solid C movies. I'm on like a full. I think Amazon Prime is perfect for C movies right now because oh. they have so many good shit yeah. movies. Yeah, they do. I I remember back in the day, that's what Netflix was for. It was like all the yeah. shit. Movies. When they still mailed you DVDs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, sorry. To this day, one of my favorites is Nazis at the Center of the Earth. Oh yeah! Fuck, I forgot about amazing that movie. Amazing movie. Great. Amazing uh. movie. <laughs> yeah. You want to know? You want to know the selling part for that movie for me? They was it that there were Nazis? Scientist. That was it. Was no. it wasn't that there was Nazis at the center of the? That wasn't the selling oh, part. That's just that's just a brisk brush over <laughs> that, the that, amazing. That's what opens movie. the door. That's not what oh, gets you oh. in. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! No, you want to sit on the couch? Let me tell you something. When they take a vacuum. To suck out a fetus out of a scientist <laughs> so that they can use the DNA to revive Hitler's head and put it on a mechanical spider. That's where we're going. Mm. C-movies are the best movies. They don't have oh, fear amazing. about doing anything. Hmm. Like, you have an idea? The A-level actor in that movie, and I loved it. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Oh, the mummy. Yeah. I love the mummy <sighs> movies. Those were Great. amazing. I did not see the last one. The last one without um all that main the original cast, but the yeah. first three, Mwah. love them. Yeah, no, like that's when I like Van Helsing and the Mummy are in the same category. Just dumb popcorn fun movies, like amazing. Like it's a fireworks display where you like some movies. Uh, we, this is this is I can't stop harping on this. Nerds need to lighten up about everything. We just, like, look, I love stuff probably more passionately than just about anybody out there, or as passionately as anybody out there. Like, I I have a show all about me just flying off the handle and, like, talking too much about things that I enjoy. <laughs> um, so, like, trust me, dear dear nerd out there. I get you. I get it. But, like, we do need to lighten up about it and just, like, remember to enjoy our shit. Like, we just, like, and let other people enjoy it because you have good taste because you like the things you like and you are awesome. So shouldn't you then, by extension, via the transitive property of awesome, think people who like the things that you like are awesome and therefore like them liking them? Like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just cyclical yeah. and it makes sense. 
Like, just get back to enjoying what you enjoy. Yeah, we we get like Star Wars is like the ultimate example of this because it's like overthinking Star Wars a little bit too much. Like, I, I get it. I'm disappointed in certain aspects of Star Wars too, like hit or miss. And I can I can debate what I don't like about Rogue One with people out there who's like Rogue One's the best Star Wars. But like, here's That's not the, the thing: best. That's episode three. It's okay. H- hang on, hang on. <laughs> Might get there, but uh, like, <laughs> like. I can debate somebody who says it's the best movie and disagree with them, but why do I have to? You know, like, that's that's the, like, why do I have to, like, why do I, and I'm asking this philosophically openly because, like, I have this thing in me that I'm trying to be a better person. Uh, somebody, like, mentioned Cthulian stuff on one of my, my, my Twitter posts yesterday, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not here to debate Lovecraft with you. Like, Lovecraft is, like, pretty widely understood to be a racist, like, whether he named the cat or not is totally beside the point of whether he was a racist or not. That doesn't mean he's fucking dead. If you buy a Cthulhu novel, he's not getting your money and he's not in turn becoming, you know, expanding his platform to be a bigger racist, J.K. Rowling. Um, sorry, um, he's not doing that. You're not doing that. Like, you don't have to, like, have a crisis of conscience. Anyway, I digress about that. But why would I have to debate somebody? If they like something and I disagree with it, like, yeah, whatever. I, I have takes on why Rogue, why I don't like Rogue One. If you care to hear them, sure, I can share them. But like, but like, why when as a nerd I see someone say Rogue One is the best one, does that thing go off in my brain? Like, oh, this they're wrong on the internet, and I gotta tell them why they're wrong, and now I need to insult their nerdery because they're not true nerds. Because if they were true nerds, they'd know how bad their take is. Where the fuck does that come from with us? Why do we have that, and why can't we just stop it and just get back to loving shit? Because like it's an internal collective. It, you need to. It's something that you personally are taking seriously. And as soon as you take something seriously, which you shouldn't for stuff that you enjoy, if it's something you should enjoy, just enjoy it. But as soon as you start taking it seriously, you start personally trying to become an expert at that thing. When you're an expert at something, that means other people are wrong at their take if it's separate from what yours is. Hmm. No one should be an expert at what they're a nerd at. It should just be something you enjoy. See, that's a that's kind of a spicy take right there in and of itself. You didn't say it with the fire of a hot take, but that was a hot take. <laughs> I I don't have those feelings that you have. Like I make jokes about people being wrong about things. But yeah, like, yeah, no, I get it. Ultimately, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, at the end of the day, I'm not changing your mind, and you're sure the hell ain't changing my mind. So yeah, I'm not wasting my time. I like Slanesh. It's the best, and that's the end of it. Right. If you don't agree, you die wrong for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um is it, <laughs> No, I like that. No, it's funny. It derailed me and then I checked a chat gang here. But it, I I don't know, like it, we we always like get hung up in this like analysis of like nerd shit and and it's like it's fun to do that. Like I I like I like puzzles. I like thinking about stuff like this is something i enjoy the part for me that i think where where we we take it too seriously your point jared is especially when we start kind of shitting on other people that's that for me is just that starts to become the no fly zone sometimes like if we're if if we're sharing a beer and we're hanging out i'm like hell yeah let's shoot the shit let's let's do that if that's the kind of thing that they want to have the conversation about but again it you got to have the humor with it if you're taking it too seriously you're not having fun with it if you're not having fun with it why are you why are we doing this and I think that actually plays in – so this is a, a kind of a personal feeling that I've had, especially from the 
on the competitive side, especially something like this in games, where you'll you'll see very much. Obviously, there are certain armies that are top tier, top of the meta. There's certain armies that are towards the bottom of the tier. But I go to I, I go to a, a, my FLGS a lot, and the owner a lot of times newer players are come to us in the club or something and say, you know, I want to get into this. What army should I get into? And ever and if you do say the the typical corny we'll just you know play what you like everyone kind of like makes fun of you for it because that's not a hundred percent true no but, it's like, not it's it can be misleading think, yeah yeah but i think when you look at something like that even an army that is c grade i think in the hands of someone that actually cares about the army learns the ins and outs and the play style behind it and if it's a play style they enjoy or they can make themselves enjoy you're that player is going to be 10 times better than many others out there. Like, it's the player that makes the army the thing. So you got to get into something that you're into. If you're not into an army and you're just playing it because it's, for instance, and I'll just because we're talking about Slanesh, Slanesh, when it was like top of the tournament scene for yeah. months, or Daughters of Cain, when they're top of the tournament scene for months. <laughs> if you're playing that Gears. and you're not. Gears. <laughs> Yeah. I just, I, my first Correction. argument is be okay when it was at the top. That's how I got in this game. And like, I, I mean, picked it up and played it at my friendly store. People were like, oh, it's an OB army. First army I never played before. Like, oh, you're no, just trying no. to win. Like, okay. So I switched from there to Slanesh when they're at the top. I'm like, oh, you're just trying to win. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Picking like, things I like. If you're, yeah, and that's what you should do. If you're picking something because it's at the top of the tier, yeah, you're going to win some games. But at the end of the day, you're not going to play it for very long, and you're not going to get very good at it. I think in many circumstances. Well, well, no armies. Well, yeah, and no army stays on top forever, except for DOK. Um, like no army <laughs> stays on top forever. I'm shit, not DOK. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I t- um, <laughs> like uh, love you, Chuck. Like I hope you watch this one. Um. Your army's OP and you know it. No, um, oh, no, I. <laughs> it's it's funny to make fun of him now because like he's so wasn't in the army because it was OP and now he's like, ooh, snakes and he's just like he's looking at all these other ways, salivating at all the other ways his army just got some like extra gas for building and he's still gonna play Kraith. <laughs> I know. Um, you got the teleporting one, which is so much cooler. That's the one I use all the time. No, Kraith is not the teleporting one. That's Calibron. No, but- yeah, kill yeah. He's choosing to play Kraith when you can teleport. It's a teleport. It's cool. Yeah. Like, no. Go from the shadows and go, poof, Yeah, nothing so personal, cool. kid, right? Teleport behind them, hit them yeah. with a katana. Yeah, it's beautiful. No, I I, I think that what you're saying, Jared, is, is there's there's a there's a lot of truth to it. Because no army stays on top forever. And if you get into an army because it wins, it won't be long before you need to find a different army. But like mm-hmm. it, i think it, it kinda sucks when you accidentally get in on the army that's really good. And you don't know it. Like if you yeah. get on a Day OK yeah. or Slanesh or or uh, Night Haunt or not Night Haunt, um, Legion of the Gosh Splash Night Haunt for you know the sixty Grimgast Reapers or whatever. Like if you accidentally end up on like the Pain Train, you know, and you're just smashing people, it can be a real disservice to you if you don't understand the depth of the game and you kind of had that like you got shit on because people thought you were a meta chaser because you were playing the OP thing. You didn't learn the full breadth of the game because your army was kind of carrying you through some tactics that you didn't need to know. Um, it, like mm-hmm. I, I think that that can actually be a bad thing. That that, that it could... I, I had that happen when I was playing Dok. And I switched over Slanesh, and the Slanesh got nerfed like fucking crazy. 
which we all can't deny that happened. Yeah, they're they're it on the they're on the, the six nerf now, like the the uh, the hexa nerf. <laughs> like, like, I, I thought maybe I was just a good player. I'm like, oh, I'm just pretty good. And then I'm like, oh, look, now my army just got smashed and shot the fuck off the board by the Skaven army. My friend plays all the time that I used to kick their ass at. Cool. Yeah. Turns out I suck at this game. I just didn't have to worry about a lot of stuff beforehand. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, can, it, it can shoot... I mean, from learning the game tactically, it can be a problem. And then from a, like, just a morale, it can be a problem. When Everyone, like... I yeah. call it the Ugg Nagash effect, where, like, I'd walk... I truly... Like, people don't understand my favorite character in the game is Nagash. Like, I love him so much, I've made merch and shit, right? Like, um... <laughs> like, I... Like, uh, just, like, all I wanted to do... Like, I waited... When I walked up to the table, I was 12-year-old Andrew again. Except instead of, like, the clown mini, I had this really sweet, awesome centerpiece. And I was 12 all over again with all the excitement of 12, of a 12-year-old who bought the thing and finally gets to play it 23 years later or whatever. And then just like, ugh, you like that OP thing? I'm just like, fuck you. Fuck you. I will yeah. never forgive... Anybody that ever would ug Nagash to me, unironically, because it's become like a gag now. But like the the fuck it, just fuck you. Don't shit on people's fun. You don't know why people like what they like. You don't know why they're bringing the, an army to the table. That that like stop shitting on quote unquote meta chasers because like most people aren't that. Most people can't sustain that playstyle. Most people just believe it or not get into something on a whim. Some people get into it because it's the new thing. Some people get into it because they love it. Who knows? They're different, and you have no idea of knowing what's in their head when they walk up and they open up their like army case and put out and put out their army their model on the table. You have no way of knowing. And on the think... adverse side of that too, if it's on the bottom of the tier, like if it, from a from a tournament standpoint or anything like that, and you're sitting across the table from like I'm gonna say a beast of chaos army because they're terrible. Um, Fear them. I mean, That's true. Yeah, I mean, fair. <laughs> play. You gotta make sure you're playing. You're still playing hard against that army because even someone with a beast of chaos army that learned them inside and out knows what kind of creepy, sneaky tactics they can do. They can be nasty. I went through it with Ko when Ko was dog shit that no one liked, and you know, that's it's an interesting loss. When you when you lose to an army that you thought sucked, mm. I'll put it that way. It, it's a very interesting feeling to lose against an army that you thought sucked ass. Yeah, or 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 the pressure when you're playing an OP army and you think like, "Why well, I, I should win because I'm on the OP army," and then you like lose. Yeah, like what that does to your morale. Like the the point the point I'm just trying to make here is is it is it's not a complete take to say play what you love because I can't job for a year straight an army I love. I have to at some point like catch a breather and go play something else. Like I can't do it. Yeah. Um. I don't have that capacity. Hey, well, Beast Claw Raiders for like four years when they were just bad the whole time. Now, on one hand, he's learned to play that army off the back foot like a fucking pro. Taking an army three and two when the highest anyone could anyone did in all of the LLV stats for the whole year was three and two. It's like him, Brendan Melnick, uh, probably doom, like couple, couple of masters level player yeah. in Australia. Like 
that's but there's a ceiling there, right? Like getting four and one was probably never going to happen because by the time you're three and t- you're looking at a three and two record, you're going to start playing the people who are as good as you, but they are on some of those top tier armies on those top tables, and they're, so like they're yeah. as good as you, and they don't have the hand. They don't. They're not playing from the back foot. They're playing from a position of power. It's just you're. It's it's hard to beat that unless you get yeah. abs- absurdly lucky. But the point is, is like if you learn to play an army from like the back foot, like you're going to have a, such a deeper understanding when that wheel rotates around and the thing you love is on top again. Not every army ends back on top. I, I Beast of Chaos had a good window there where it was zinch, essentially zinch spam, right? Cast and mm-hmm. on discs, uh, Beast of Chaos. But like Damn. most most Beasts of Chaos players, like that wasn't the uh, the beast they wanted to play. They wanted to play Bestigors and Bulgors and fucking yeah. Gorgons and Cockatrices. <laughs> like, they want to play mythological monsters from the Greek mythology books they read growing up made manifest in the moral realms. That's what, speaking as one of them, this is what we want to play. I just want to play the shit from the, from like, from all those mythology books I read growing up. I want to play all that shit. Like, because it's yeah. cool. Like You want to play the monster manual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to play the yeah, yeah, I want to play the monster manual. That's what I want to play. I'm a GM. This is why I love this army. And like that no, like I don't want to play the spam thing. I was I mean, even on like my my sort of like main build at the time, my like I had a 6 pack or a 9 pack of like enlightened on disc and and then it was just like mostly bastigors anyway. So like, like they, it's such a great Neapolitan art. I'm sorry, I'm getting a Beast of Chaos tangent. There's a new one for your drinking game, Beast of Chaos tangents. <laughs> um, I mean, but with the, uh, but back to the main point, playing what you love. Like, even like if you pick an army that's at the top, like I ended up doing. It, it's important to remember too. Like, if your army's at the top and everybody's trying to play a friendly game, and you just wipe everybody out, you should probably rethink what you're bringing to every game because at some point. Nobody's gonna want to play with you at, at your yeah. store. Come over. Like I had a friend, he liked to play Nurgle, and with all those wounds and against the Keeper of Secret at its peak, it's just it didn't matter what he did. Is I'll just replace everything. And yeah, he quit. He ended up quit playing his Nurgle there for a while because like it's just it, and that's his favorite army. And I like looking back, I feel really bad because I feel like I pushed him to that point where he's like, I'm just gonna pick a new army right now because there's no reason to keep playing. Because I can't do anything, so I mean, it's you can't always just just play what you love because you might just be ruining everything. The play experience for all I disagree. All your friends in your group, I disagree. You disagree? They need to know. get on my level. Screw you. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna not play Osiric Bone Reapers because you have bad feelsies. No, no, I'm kidding. No, no I get. What I mean, you're I'm not even say don't play, don't play the army, but like I, I probably I, should have stopped bringing two keepers of secrets. No, I I get what you're saying. I'm just I'm just being difficult. Yeah. Um, no, I I think that the, the playing what you love is a, is is a lot better than not. But it is an incomplete take because it, you don't want to end up on what you love being shit for like three calendar years. I don't know that I can handle that personally, and I don't think most people really can. Their experience of the game is going to be much different, unless they 100 percent get enjoyment just from literally putting their models on the table and taking them off. Like that's all they get. <laughs> maximum enjoyment from that then cool play what you like but you gotta like I think you gotta like kind of get to to a point where you're like okay these are like the armies I love what's the one that's like in that like that sweet spot you're not like the top tier but like so you like people don't hate you <laughs> you know and uh, but you're not like basement tier waiting for a book 
Um, unless the thing you lo- like, unless you go into it knowing your basement tier, and it's going to be a long slog, and you might not see a book I, for a while. I play my, I play my Slanesh because I've only I only want Mortal Slanesh now. Like I was playing Demons when I first came, I was like, this isn't what I wanted. So I took all my Chaos Warriors and just put them in my Slanesh army. And mm-hmm. I took a Chaos Lord and made that my general. I've not done very well <laughs> since then. It's <laughs> been a uh, well, been interesting. Well, the the overcorrective steer on the nerfs of Slash are really, really bad. It was, re- well, it was. Go ahead. I mean, like, I I was refusing to use demons too. Like, I just wanted mortals. Like, this is how I'm gonna get my mortals. This is how I'm gonna play it. Mm. And it's it was shit, but I'm okay with that because I'm like, you know what? At least every win I get that I eventually do get, I got it with my mortal Slash army. Mm. And there is something to be said to be the best of the basement tier. You know, there is something to shoot yeah. for. Uh, there, you know, there's yeah, some cred hey, there. Everyone goes one and five. I went or one and four. I went two and three. Like that's that can be a good motivational one to be like, look, I I'm gonna be the one that's the best at the shit army. Well, maybe maybe the yeah. take here is as I'm sort of talking to you and kind of working through my my own opinion on this and refining it in real time here. Maybe the take here is just having the right expectations with what the army is yeah. you fall in love with. Um, yeah. Mitigating your expectations is a, is going to be a, go a big a big a long way in not feeling a letdown. Like I said, for me, I need to feel like I can win with whatever I'm playing. That's why, like Beasts of Chaos, as shit as they are, I always feel like I'm kind of in it to win it because the way that army wins is has nothing to do with the damage it does or takes. <laughs> like it has nothing to do yeah. with that. Like it just you can do infinity damage and like, okay, yeah, uh, there goes that, that speed bump. Okay. Four inches away from that is another row of them. Uh, <laughs> like keep going, buddy. Like, <laughs> you kind of like, oddly that seems very fitting for what, be- from what I know about beast of chaos is like, there's there, there's but, tide of them, <laughs> but they're supposed to be a primal threat. You know, like a, like if you got a beast of chaos problem in the area, you got a real problem in the area, right? Like yeah. this is the reason people started worshiping chaos gods because there was just a fucking gorgon in the woods, just one. Wait, like so would that fit, would like should they hit harder then? Or they, they should, should be have yeah. cane level glass uh, cannon. I would say, cannon. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they go like they've got the mobility in terms of like. It's not like they have the bodies and the mobility that you'd expect, but it seems like I I think you can drop the amount of bodies they have too. Like that that feels like a natural trade off. Like they shouldn't have as many bodies in the long run. So point costs go up, but like then their force multipliers and their damage just needs to go up a lot. Uh, Their gorgons they need to make them a little bit more in line with like the uh, the spirit of the mountain and a uh, the turtle. Now they need to go up to like. 360 points not not the race to the bottom they just need to hit like 400 point monsters like absolute heinous scary monsters that you're like if that gets in on my my thing it's gonna kill it so i need to not let that attack me and like always be chaffing it because they can't fly so it's a good trade-off to be again you can do infinite damage but like you got to fight honest through it and then make them a little buff wagon so like they're a buff wagon that like is just a, a blender. If this gorgon makes it to the thing, like press F to pay respects, it's gone. <laughs> like that's how. It, and then like it gives a buff to like the the gore. I think especially with gore because gore don't really feel like they fit anywhere in that. Like have the gore, especially in like best of gore, really get like amped up by it. 
I think it looks best more should have two wounds. What's that? Yeah, I think be Bestigor should have two wounds. Yeah, Bestigor should be yeah, especially for a thirty-two mil base unit. Yeah, they need two wounds. They're they're. I actually currently like Bestigor as like kind of as is, but make them two wounds. Don't change anything else. Boom, done. Yeah, yeah. It's like, weird that there weren't two wounds <laughs> if they're on thirty-twos. I don't. They're no, a wait, four up. Beast around me, so they're a four up save. Uh, you will. You end up a lot of times. What is it hitting on like threes and threes or or twos and threes with some with them with some tricks. Uh, rend one, damage one. So like, you've got some tricks. You can get some extra attacks on them pretty handily. Like they they they're very versatile. They're they're pretty fast. They have a four inch pylon, which actually kind of helps with the thirty two oh, inches nice. too. Which is, yeah. I would definitely say two wounds, maybe maybe pro maybe popping sixes. I yep. If you really wanted to make them something like that, I think all the all the beastmen should should like their their rule across should be proccing sixes. Yeah. Sixes give bonus damage. Maybe for some of them it's bonus damage or a uh, or not bonus damage, bonus attacks, or yeah. maybe like mortal wounds or something on the big dudes. But I think they need more into their outflanking and getting into the the, the the mobility aspect of it. And bigger dudes should have more wounds, uh, mm -hmm. and and a higher damage output. Kind of like how Ogors really got a nice damage output overall like all the all the ogre weaponry none of them are one damage it's all at least like two or three damage each mm -hmm. you know they might not hit that well but like well, if something gets through it should fucking hurt yeah like that's yeah. what i'm thinking yeah and hurtstone needs to go up to starting out at 12 inches no reason it's six to start it's just yeah, it's stupid yeah i remember hearing yeah yeah that seemed weird yeah it should it, i mean it's 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 cool. It's rend. Like it's rend one. Like that's the thing about that army is like it's just picking up rend on accident. Like it just dropped rend and it, like it can't be bothered to like lean over to pick up the rend. But the thing is, is like rend. You, you, once you get enough of it, like it doesn't matter. You know. Yeah. Like uh, you, okay, cool. You're on five up saves, and I have three rend. Uh, might as well. You just know. Take it. Yeah. Might as well have two. Like you know. Like there's just you a can point. Easily have werewolves in that army. Yes. Well, now oh, you're speaking my language. There we go. I see. I think they'd cool. fit perfectly in that army. Werewolves, 100%, would be great in Beasts of Chaos. Yeah, well, like, not they just had... goatmen, but having more wear stuff or like Skinwalker kind of things. Yeah, that's a, it's, it's kind of weird that Skinwalkers weren't really in Beasts of Chaos. They were. I thought yeah. they were. They were. They were chaos. They, the yeah, genera, chaos. genera chaos. Yeah, yeah but like yeah. You, you could get them in there. Um, uh, I was gonna say, like, I feel like they're like. Well, they oh. they. Only just should just be beasts of chaos because well yeah like, fucking beasts of chaos yeah well beasts of chaos should just be the monster manual like we said like yeah. th that's mm -hmm. yep it's just like it should just be the 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 Dungeons and Dragons monster manual I think that's awesome that way um so so while we're wishlisting and what it could have should have some of the armies that we want to see in Age of Sigmar we've we've been talking about the one a lot just gnomes. Gnomes, obviously, yeah, we got gnomes. destruction gnomes. But the one we were talking about is so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No mercy. That's all I want number. now. Yeah, that's all yep. I want now. Yeah, that's all that's needed. Yeah, like I'll just go ahead and cross off cosmic horror here, which we were going to yeah. talk about. Um, <laughs> I didn't know I'd wanted it so badly until we started talking about like this is. Yeah. Yeah, man. Everything we need. Yeah. It checks all the boxes. Yeah. No, I mean, that would be a primal force that's just uh, like beyond our understanding. A gnome with a gun. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I want, 
I, I want destruction elementals. Like I still want that. I want oh, that'd that. Be cool. Yeah. Uh, I want I want like a primal forces destruction elementals type thing. Which, uh, fire slayers have that fucking magma prayer that's like an elemental, but destruction doesn't yeah. have it. Yeah, they have what a stupid looking rock monster. Well, they you've yeah the rogue idol, but that's Forge yeah. World and rogue, and yeah. who, and who knows. Um, that thing is the... nasty too. Uh, but I want I want destruction elementals like primal forces type things with like a, a splash of god beasts in it. You know, like I want Ragnaros like, up in there, like tamed god beasts and like Ragnaros. Yeah, from World of yeah. Warcraft. Like, yeah, that's that's what I want. I want to see that. Um, I want the reimagining of orcs to. Iron Jaws are solid. Like, Iron Jaws yeah. are freaking awesome. They're a 10 out of 10. This is an awesome army. But I want the Savage Orcs, the, the Bone bone Splitters. I want them just just to get some new sculpts that live better in the war, the realms. That's it. Like, I just... Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of my, my wish list for some, some of the stuff is just new sculpts. Seraphon, just new sculpts. The lore's already there. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, like, with the Orcs one, I would take, like, an upgrade sprue. Of just cool stuff to add. Yeah, to there you go. Board. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't even need a gold kit. Just give me an upgrade sprue type thing. Yeah, with like storm, stormcast but, helmets and severed heads, and you know, and yeah. then like elementally stuff from the mortal realms. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just give me stuff that puts it in Age of Sigmar, because like I, you know, I, I'm not going to shit on the old world or anything like that. But like this, is, like I want it to look like it's in Age of Sigmar. I re like I want these yeah. models. We've it's got right now. We've got ranges that do. And we've got models that just simply don't, and get them all in those mortal realms. It's been five years now of going into our sixth year. Like it's, it is time. Uh, this yeah. is the time. You, you've got a boatload of armies. We've got a couple more in the pipelines. You can't keep releasing new armies forever. At some point, you need to just like rotate and update the old existing armies, and then you need to expand and build onto the armies that feel incomplete, like Lord, like Lumineth Realm Lords. I think we know we're going to get some more Bone Reaper stuff down the line. You know, like, those Stormcast, you're always going to get new Stormcast, you're always going to get new yeah. Chaos stuff, like... The, uh, like, in 40k, like, this last year, the year before, they, they released upgrade screws for Space Marines for different chapters. Like, it's easily... And I bet those... I know those sold really well, because they sold out at my game store real quick. Yeah, I think they could probably do the same thing with the orcs and the stormcast. Well, they already have upgrades for stormcast with different shields. Yeah, I was going to say, and the, the shoulder pads and stuff they did for yeah. them, or the pauldrons. Yeah, chaos they could probably do it for for like just slaves of darkness, so they could like have marked units and actually have them Absolutely. marked. Fucking man, go ahead. Man, Zach here says orcs are now intellectuals, wear powdered wigs, and not smash with rock. So you're making a joke, but orcs in my Dungeons and Dragons, like homebrew settings, are always like heavily psychic, um, but not in the like they think painted red so it should go faster. Like no, like like Thrycreen and like the the astral racist uh, psychic, <laughs> to where like they're they're all like monks, like meditating and floating on rocks and stuff, and they're all. And they're all deeply intelligent. They're just like they just have a primal like rage to them that they're always keeping in check. And then like, uh, but like they my orcs are often supremely civilized. I usually re reimagine them like uh like freaking uh like samurai and shit because I reimagine a lot of stuff <laughs> like samurai. But I would be okay with oh, an order army of orcs like that. <laughs> like order like like freaking orc samurai and like psychic monks and shit. Yeah. 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 
No, we had, like one of my favorite uh, NPCs was like a like a literal like way of the fist like orc monk, and he was like uh, I gave him some psychic warrior stuff, so he's just like punching crystalline psychic powers and stuff. He was awesome. Um, from Age of Sigmar is taking like the classic fantasies and doing a complete one eighty. Yeah, twist it. Ko is a yeah. fantastic. We we talked about Ko. Ko is a fantastic, or taking it to its like inevitable crazy conclusion. Yeah. Because, like, just fast-forward the timeline. What happens if a thousand years of this species doing this? Right? Skaven. Where do you go? Yeah, where do Skaven go if we if we just... We go we, we go in a time machine and say, what does this look like in 30,000 years? Like, where are... You know, like... It, it, it's a long... It's been a lot of time between the world that was the Age of mm-hmm. Myth. And we assume that there was sort of, like, a Dark Ages that occurred in the, in the time of Chaos, so that was, like, a reset, right? Yeah. But uh, so cool. But even that was a thousand, a thousand years ago. Like, Skaven would be thriving during the Age of Chaos too. Yep, they're a part of that. Yeah, there's a whole realm of metal. Why are they still holding up their goddamn cannons with planks of wood? Uh, because it's easier to makeshift wood than it is to makeshift metal. They had thousands of years. They could have passed uh, that down. Like, yeah, but you got magic, bud. It's yeah, everywhere. it doesn't. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, <laughs> I feel like they would have upgraded their stuff by now. That's another upgrade sphere they could have. <laughs> Go metal. Yeah. yeah. Heavy metal heavy heavy metal rats. I dig it. Yeah. Um no, so uh, uh kicker here, uh and uh and heavy D six saying, uh, I wanna see some like um like some anthro- uh some arthropods or some bug people. Um I that's that's kinda where we we're going with this is like tyranid ex- tyranids exist in in forty K. And I don't think the take that we need to make Age of Sigmar more like 40k or 40k more like Age of Sigmar. I don't. That's that's a red herring for me. It's not worth. Yeah. Yeah. No. But it, there is a interesting design space for something that is, uh, like Tyranid like in in especially the mortal realms. We know about god beasts, right? Yeah. Like this sort of mm-hmm. like crazy stuff. We have an understanding of like primordial, like spacefaring races with with Seraphon. Like there's got to be some like. Uh, like under deep, super evil, ancient Eldritch shit. What was here? A threat to everything, right? Not, 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 not one particular faction or most factions, but all the factions. Yeah, what lives between the realms, like that kind of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. What's in the in the 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 blind eternities, as it's called, or like if if the mm-hmm. mortal realms are a layer cake, the cake, you know, it's like eight layers of cake. The cake is. Is all of the the mortal realms, you know, your Gur, your your Akshi, etc. What's in the fucking frosting, you know? Yeah. yeah. What's in the frosting between? Like, what's that's what I want to know. It's not even like in between. Like they're saying, there's a whole bunch of different realms beyond the ones we even know. Like they could have a whole fucking realm to themselves. Yeah. Well, in, I mean, in between realm. Yeah, I mean, the eight points is kind of an in between realm. Like there there might be some other yeah. stuff, and the realms are infinitely are infinite spaces, and the further you get to the edge, it's just like the pure primal. Psychotic realms. Yeah. Yeah. This the, the primal stuff. Where's the primal stuff, predators or whatever? Like yeah. Like what is they living out there? Like right? like there's got to be some weird Langolier shit like on the like just eating the primal stuff. Like from Stephen King's short story called The Langoliers, adapted into an awesome, albeit bad graphics. Like the 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 CG for the time wasn't even good for the time, uh, but still Solid a great Donald Sutherland. Yeah, still a great fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> Donald Sutherland, right? Like he's in the he's like 
the prophetic voice or whatever, like mm-hmm. talking to the character. It was a t- direct-to-TV movie or miniseries. It was awesome. I loved it. It was Thanks great. <laughs> uh, the short story is great too. In Skeleton Crew, I think. Um, Stephen King short story anthology. Um, where, where are the crazy primal Langoliers at the edge edges of the galaxies, like eating shit? Where is that? Like I, yeah, it, yeah we often talk about Cthulhu because it's it's like a Cthulian is a very sh- easy shorthand, but it could be bug people that eat primal energy and like they yeah. eat freaking endless. The endless spells being here now has drawn them from the like infinite expanses into the mortal realms because normally they're just out here in the infinite expanse, but now there's like. But now they're like, oh, this is delicious infinite spance energy at the edge of the mortal realms. And then they look over there and they see a purple sun. And I'm like, ooh, nom, nom, nom. And they like come in to like eat the ambient magic energies. And now that they're inside the mortal realms, they see that like there's fucking storm vaults and cities made out of magic. And now they're here and they're just trying to consume everything. Where is that? It could be. Like, they might want to eat flesh too. Like they've never had that before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Storm. I bet you a stormcast is fucking delectable. Yeah. You know, like they're and made out of lightning. Like, strong magic user. Yeah. Boom. Like oh, you're just. Or like beings made from the endless spells. Yeah. Like yeah. if the, the the what was it the the jaws like the jaws one. Ravenax. The Ravenax natural jaws. If that was part of a full monster. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess, like, the analyst spell is just pulling part of it into the realm. Yeah. yeah. Everyone is yeah, just pulling the whole fucking monster. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, especially since Shire's... That'd have been cool, too. That'd have been The purple sun as an actual yeah. being. Like, something like that. Yeah. yeah. There's just a whole bunch of those things just in a realm that they just get pulled over. This is like, um... Cannot remember what... There's a show where, like, I don't know, maybe Yu-Gi-Oh! is the closest thing to it, where, like, they're actual fucking things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think there's, um, okay, you've got all the safe fantasy races and representation. Um, As soon as we get vampires, all the, like, classic death tropes will be updated for Age of Sigmar for the most part. You'll have your whatever Legion of Nagash 2.0 reprint is to be like, you can still play classically necromantic stuff, skeletons and necromancers, so on and so forth, but we'll have our, you know, we'll have our updated vampires, we'll have our updated skeletons, we've got our, our sweet ghosts, like, you have all the, like, sort of flavors of death relatively satisfied. Um, uh, sorry, Tomb Kings. Monster. The Black Coach needs to have, uh, like, the hero keyword. Um, yeah, I, I think <laughs> like, they would have it with, like, Big monster. Oh, like, like a massive ghost dragon. Something. Yeah, yeah. Like, like an arcane size, even if it's not that 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 huge, but like a bigger, like centerpiece style monster that isn't just the gash. Oh, there's like, the black coach really, like, pretty coach nice for it. The black coach is cool. I think maybe adding off to the black coach for it to be more characterful. <laughs> Tomb King Tristan demands yeah. satisfaction. <laughs> I mean, you can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. Yeah, I, I like I want to see like True. there's there's room to play to to go crazier with Age of Sigmar and I want to see some of that stuff. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah. I want that cocaine fueled nightmare creature. Oh yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, like I I've seen what your sculptors can do kind of like painting like uh working inside the box. 
Like just give them just give them a couple Burn grams and, and tell them to like there are yeah. no limits here, right? Like get crazy with it. Yeah, how many dicks do you want? Just put up make them with that. As, as a, as a giant dick monster that shoots it dicks is. out. And it now is. we've come all the way back around to the yeah. dick talk. So I love it. My, <laughs> so Freddie Gross was talking about a dick monster shooting dicks. Yeah. So I told him I was making a flesh night, and it was my, my, my squig dude. And he said, uh, he said, bro, I thought you were making a mega gargan out of a fleshlight. <laughs> Which... I already knew where that was going when you said when you said flesh night. I already knew where you were going. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, the rest I of the story like told itself. Size wise, could probably work if you like put the arms and legs of a mega gargan on a flashlight. I feel like there's a conversion there. Uh, imagine your opponent's face when your model starts like because you've done like a great job on the conversion, but it starts vibrating like, on the table. <laughs> Your opponent's just like, <laughs> fucking hell. Like, I would concede. Charge. <laughs> oh. I can see, like, you, you deserve the win. That's all you. Is shooting, phase, is shooting phase over? Are you done shooting? We're going to charge. <laughs> Kurt says, still cheaper than actual Gargans. It's true. <laughs> yep. That's true. Um, so uh, I made an Aqua Teen Hunger Force reference earlier. Uh, Aqua Teen, like any one of the Moon Knights episodes are on my top Absolutely. favorite. Uh, uh, DJP Pants, one of my favorites. Um, and then like the, uh, I can't remember what the, the the Fargate aliens are called. They're called something else. Um, those, those two episodes are great. Uh, but there are two absolute my favorite episodes. And one of them is Hand Banana. Uh <laughs> It's one's uh, one is when Frylock moves out, and the final one is the Dickisode. And the legend has it that they found they tried they found out that Dick wasn't censored, okay. And so you could say Dick a lot, but like there was a, a limit, like a hard limit, an arbitrary hard limit set to the amount of times you could say Dick uh, before they like were like a they changed limit. your. Whoa. Yeah, so there's like a there's a limit to how many times you could say it. And so they put in exactly that many in the Dickisode. <laughs> and so this is the Dickisode of Rantcasts. I'm going to retitle it. Yep. But uh, but there's a scene <laughs> okay. in that there's a scene in that when like Wong, Mr. Wongberger is like <laughs> when they're like talking to Mr. Wongberger and they're like where do you think they are Mr. Wongberger? And he's like you don't think they're over there? Dicking around, do you? <laughs> like, I love the show so much. It's the dumbest line, but it gets me every fucking time. He's like, no, they're professional dick hunters. They crave dick, as we all do. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need a Cthulhu army type thing so I can make them into dicks. No, no. I will call it the dickening. The dickening, yeah. Dickening. Like the quickening, like you chop off the dick and you absorb its power, like in the Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so effectively you're making an army out of a hentai. <sighs> I mean, isn't that... When I said Age of Sigmar needs more waifus, this is not <laughs> what I meant. Well, this is what you're getting now. No, no. Yep. 
all kinds of cringe. Hey, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. That's I did. I did yeah. just say that. I did. <laughs> oh my god! I have so many ideas now for this. I need tentacles, dicks, and a senpai. I, I will. I'll never be allowed to bring this army anywhere. I'll try to walk in like, yeah, I get that out. It's a there's, there's kids at these dicks and tentacles. There's kids at these tournaments. <laughs> Sir, I, I, I'm afraid you're bringing porn inside. We can't have that. Oh, man. It's art. It's art. It's art. This is high art. This is not pornography. This is art. I know it when I see it. That is art. That bone tithe nexus over there that's vibrating. Art. 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 Yeah. Um, I didn't say bone right. It's bone. <laughs> yeah, you gotta enunciate more, Mephisto. Oh my! I forgot to correct you on saying Sigvald all night. Damn it! Why? What was that? There's a rule in my house ever since I got my model, the metal one, that you pronounce his name <laughs> Sigvald. <laughs> you and anytime you, you say his name inside my house, you have to say it that way. You have to pitch Every up, day. like you have to pitch yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody says it that way. Like with, <laughs> like uh, freaking uh, Heiwo did the uh, it, like the the Photoshop of the Ahiko like face being stepped on, like fucking oh my god! I retweeted that and asked him how he got a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. That is me. Hotspur. I let that man choke me. Hotspur art is hard. <laughs> the bone vibe. Uh, the the bone vibe nexus. <laughs> so the bone... <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a slash army, not a pile of sex toys. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same thing, man. Same thing, man. So then, <laughs> I'm not asking you. I'm not asking where you're collecting your bits from. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Head kicker redeems a thousand points <laughs> to remind everyone that chat gang ain't nothing to mess with. <laughs> oh man. Can't... Talk about Slanesh and not sex stuff, but somehow. No, no, I just like I'm just like yeah. You know my favorite part about the new Slanesh is it's not just all cringe sex stuff. Slanesh episode number two, all cringe sex stuff, <laughs> the whole time. Just I'm not even a fan of it, but I mean, damn, it's 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 low hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm always all about talking about some dicks too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you got to be comfortable with yourself. You know, like yeah. you gotta, you gotta be. Mm. Yeah. Um, fucking hell. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's so hard. Uh, oh, oh no. <laughs> um, if it drags out too long, I mean, the skit can get a little flaccid. But yeah, and after four hours of rant cast, you got to call a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do before taking it. I don't know where we're going with this one. All right. Um, anything else y'all want to talk about it regarding army aesthetics? Why you like the armies you like, or or some wish listing for for uh for Warhammer Age of Sigmar? I feel like I've uh, backpedaled on my original statements about not liking this. So the over. Over sexualization. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. You can't help it a couple times. Like I'm obsessed with with a Catacross's cod piece. Like you gotta. There's always that weird shit. Like it's just too, a little too weird and a little sophomoric. There's. I mean, I'm. 
I'm 100 serious. That picture of Sigvald stepping on that stone—that's an uwu girl—is definitely me. I love that man step on me. That's a beautiful model. <laughs> a, a beautiful man. Yeah, no, he is. He's he's a he's a he is a beautiful man. I I love the Sigvald. The the we needed more JoJo's bizarre adventure fabulousness in Age of Sigmar. Like I've I've we just. Like people comparing him to that this has made me want to start watching that show, and I'm not sure if I should let my kids watch it with me or not. No. I don't. It's uh, it's not that bad. It's not. Yeah, it, get most of the jokes really. Yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's too terrible. I, like I'm going off the manga. Yeah. I can't imagine it being too. Like it's just like there's um. I saw it on Toonami, and I remember as a kid, Toonami had some good anime, but I was like also like, uh, it's hilarious. It's so shit. It's mostly just violence, so it's like, you know, as yeah. your parent, what level of violence do you allow your kids to watch? And wow. we've had to dial back the amount of violence I allow my kids to watch, because, like, they, they've been, like, feisty lately. And it's like, dude, like, stop <laughs> fighting. Yeah, like, no more Power Rangers fight. now. Like, I regret letting you watch Power Rangers, because now you're like, dad, dad, fight me. Dad. No! <laughs> Cut that shit out. I own my house now. <laughs> <laughs> Window. <laughs> <laughs> full, full circle. Look at that callback. Full circle. Fucking call professional somebody. podcaster right here. Do it. Um. You should bulk out Catacross's cod piece and see if anyone notices. <laughs> Oh, I love this idea, man, Zach. I, I'm gonna do this. Just a little, like a little, like a little dollop of of green stuff. You know, just a, just a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to add some, like every time you play, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Each kill. Yeah. Add a little bit. Stop banging at it. <laughs> I'm adding your general skull to my cock. Yes, Meff. Next charity stream, Signal tattoo. <laughs> Right over your crotch area. Well, I would have, I would have, uh, in November, I would have got the tattoo, by the way, right here for, uh, for Nagash, but, uh, COVID-19, I actually talked to some of my tattoo artist friends, and they're yeah. like, yeah, wait until after, man. Like, they're just like, right yeah. now, don't risk it. I'm like, okay, cool. Because, like, whilst they're very sterile environments, you're still dealing with, you know, open it's wounds, open essentially. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all right, yeah. cool. So that had you to be. You don't know what their clients come in with, like. It might be sterile, but like they could have gotten your tattoo artist sick, and they're sitting over you tattooing you without knowing. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I didn't get my tattoo finished up. I was like, I'll, I'll just wait. Yeah. yeah. So they- I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to do like a half sleeve with the three guns: the uh, 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 Grimnir, Grungni, and Valaya. That's cool. Yeah. And your gnome. No. And gnomes. Yes, gnomes <laughs> between. No, I, I. It's to, to be fair. I was always going to get. Uh, like a tattoo at some point in my life. This just one forced my hand and like decided what it was and where it was like chat gang doing that. I don't know if I will do charity for another tattoo in the future. If I do, if I do, if it's Sigvald, it's got to be like, is it Sigvald or is it Alucard? All right. Like it's like, is it? Eh. I wonder well, if it's on your ass, it's Sigvald. It's true. No, Molly, when I told her about the one tattoo, she was like, like, I got the, the, the death stare, uh, you know, from the from the significant other. She's just like, you agreed to do what? I'm like, don't worry. I, it's an amount of money that no one would ever possibly donate, $1,100. And 
And she's like, and then we like <laughs> shatter that in the first hour. And I'm like, and then I'm like, well, okay, realistically, I'd have set it to five thousand dollars. Like if I if I had had a better understanding, and we still beat that with seven thousand dollars. So to answer your question, it's ten thousand dollars to get a Sigvald tattoo. Did you not know? Did you not remember me tweeting you? Because I know you brought it up on Twitter beforehand. Like, oh, this one's like, I will drain my savings to make sure you get that. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Now I know how. Now I know how to get new tattoos. I got to charity them. No, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's paying on. Well, it. he, he put it on there like hesitantly, like, oh, well, nobody's gonna do it. It's gonna be crazy. I like, really nah. didn't expect oh, it. Man. I really, I, I didn't. No matter what number you put it at. If it's not reached by the end, I'm dumping everything in there. <laughs> I, I, this is why I don't think I can do tattoo again because it's like, um, one, it's it's very permanent thing, and the other is like it's just. Uh, it's not permanent. You'll be dead and it'll rot away. You'll that's be fine. true. That's fair. Yeah, that yeah. is true. No, um, no, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like, I, I, we're thinking up stuff because we got to get figuring out when to do the next charity, the charity thing. Um, I didn't expect lockdown to go on as long as it did, and I didn't yeah, expect. Yeah. And I, I know that doesn't seem like that would affect it, but it kind of has because it's like it was this cool thing, and it ended up being like a nice, lighthearted thing. And now it's like, like oh man, like I feel like there's so many other more pro- like bigger priorities for people in their lives that, and and it's hard, know. it's hard to do a, cha- a charity marathon, and yeah, but it's been on my mind because Haywo brought it up too. Um, he's got his another. He's going to share another death story. If we make our, our goal. So he's got like, he's like, oh yeah, I can just, cause he's has he, like, he's, he had his peanut story and I'm like, the one about oysters is like about as good. So like, he's got like an oyster one. Like he's got like various death stories. It's like the types he's almost died eating stuff or doing stuff is. Stop eating things. <laughs> like, like he's got one involving a chainsaw like just let your mind wander i think we'll have to do for the donation incentive for that one it'll be like if we hit this amount during this block he'll like share a death story and then like if we hit another amount like maybe we could do a bidding wars on if you hear the chainsaw one or the oyster one that was hard. <laughs> i wouldn't know how to pick <laughs> like so i gotta start thinking about incentives and i mean the cause will be mha again because i mean i just when it comes to especially fucking now and i feel like i've been living in an alternate reality for four fucking years and other people have finally stepped into my reality i'm like fuck it i thought i said all this shit four years ago and like now you guys are catching on to it but um but no besides my pseudo political takes it's just like nerds you know we're, we're all nerds we're all we're all bonded by by this greater nerdery but it's the group is essentially made up almost a thousand percent of like social socially marginalized and or social minorities or veterans and like you <laughs> you are two of them <laughs> mars you're you're both of them you're you're both a nerd and a vet like and and like these are like demographics that have mental health struggles and in the case of veterans it's like not okay to admit it you gotta you know you were a man you trained for this right like and then in the case of nerds it's like you can't be annoying and talk about it or, you know, people think you're so mental health is, I just think it's something that hits our community pretty universally and, yeah. and it's a good cause, but why the, how the fuck did I end up? I'm not even drinking that much. I had one glass of scotch and half a beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of bird walking tonight. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably more so than at least last week's. 
You're welcome. I no, this is what Rancast is about. Like, uh, um, I I aspire to be more the like you know the chill conversational type thing. Like, uh, there's all there's there's so many other podcasts that do what they're doing way better than me. Uh, why why would I want to change who I am? <laughs> uh, Aluvald, yes, I like it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Make several sizes with a magnetic crotch, and as you win, pop on the large one. This is the Catacross cod piece. I like it. Magne- just like, like this is no, this is the three and two cod piece. This is the five and zero oh cod piece. Like, boom. Five and zero oh cod piece is the actual like crotch goblin hanging out of. Yeah, like, like it's just model like a tiny OBR skeleton, you know. <laughs> Eventually, it's just the South Park cancer testicle that he's just riding on. <laughs> is that is that the one where where Stan's dad has balls so huge he puts them in the wheelbarrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just riding for, that's the only way he can fucking. He can smoke marijuana. Yeah. The <laughs> ball cancer. <laughs> yeah, he rides it one of like one of those bounce ball things. Yeah. <laughs> That's my catacross conversion. Got it. Well, I guess that's what we're doing. You know I what? Love- I have uh, I have this uh, Endron thing from. Oh. <laughs> you know, perfect. it's just a ball. <laughs> it's just a fist-sized ball. <sighs> it's a fist. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Damn thing. You could have a whole army because your cavalry, like your Cavalos Death Riders, could just be Cavalos Ball Riders, and like they're oh, on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, that's what we need. This is not what I meant that's when I was talking. Version. Go ahead. And it falls right back in with the dicks. Yeah, the no, dicks. this is the dick episode. That's it now. Um, this is not what I meant when I was talking about aesthetics in Age of Sigmar. <laughs> they, mm. they bounce on the dick. The bounce. They bounce on the balls and they grip the dick. To write it. That's way too well, detailed. I can't read right. So when you when you typed to me aesthetic, I thought you said testicle. Oh, is that? So what? I just assumed. Yeah, no, that's what it was. We're gonna be talking about the testicles of Age of Sigmar. I was like, okay, I'm in. This is perfect for me. <laughs> See, I forgot that South Park could be really funny because, like, it just <laughs> it became so it's it's so absurdist that it's like. It, it's it's so constantly absurdist. It's clear that it is protected speech. Like we've had, uh, I had actually like a highbrow, highfalutin conversation about how South Park gets away with doing all the shit it does, like because literally it's all they do. Whereas yeah. like you have these people out there who have like this slippery slope of telling jokes that are increasingly just disguising their hate, and it's like, well, yeah. how do you know? Because like they test the water. And then they get a little bit more hateful, and they test the water, and they get a little bit... So how do you tell the difference between that and South Park? Because South Park makes Nazi jokes all the time. Because literally, all they do is that kind of absurd, over-the-top shit to where nobody could ever take them seriously. They do it to everybody. If, 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 If they didn't say they were libertarians, you would have no idea what the fuck their political views are. You would have no idea because they shit on everything at all times on any like they have like one idea for a joke and then they just go way too far with it and they do it constantly. Uh, that's what I like about them. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with that, and like I said, I kind of forgot for a while there they they were actually like just fucking super funny until they did the, for me they did a little bit of the the, the um, Family Guy thing where they just got like too high on their own supply, and then like mm. at that point you're like ah, eh. but maybe they're great. I don't know. I haven't seen in fucking forever, uh, but just that I, image of fucking Stan's dad with the fucking wheelbarrow. Oh God, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Mars. I cut you off, man. What were you saying? Uh, I stopped watching about like two seasons ago, but that's mostly. I that's mostly because I just, I I got my kids. And I was like, I probably shouldn't be watching this with them yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did get that like that sense of like they're kind of getting full of themselves. But like, I'm okay with that because they've been doing this for a while. I feel like they've earned that. Yeah, and the original season they did it on freaking construction paper. Yeah, like they did like, stop motion with construction right. paper and stuff. So like, there's actually even a. Like, there's even, like, a kind of, like, coolness to that, you know, early yeah. on. And the trope of killing Kenny ep- every episode. And, like, there's some yeah. stuff out there. Um, that was, like, re- really actually pretty cool. <laughs> Kenny, you bastard. Yeah. No, my favorite part is still, like, the, they did the South Park movie. And the Little Boy You're Going to Hell song is just fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> little Boy You're Going to Hell. <laughs> like, it just, like, rocks out of, like, what? Like, <laughs> like... Sorry. I forgot that that when I stopped being a pretentious asshole about everything, I could have fun. And that was one of our themes of the episode tonight. So, so uh, any any anything we need to cover uh, talking about dicks, aesthetics, uh, armies, um, your any anything aesthetic, the, the dick aesthetic of your of your next army. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of dicks. That's what I know. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. All right. Oh, Wigvold's floating down set, and what lines the little pathway are dick flowers. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I'm a thousand, a thousand percent in. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, uh, Jared, anything you want to shout out or put on blast? Any any final rants uh, or soapbox moments? Uh, hashtag no mercy, obviously. Right. This, this is going to be an important one now. Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, Listen to the Owen Five podcast. We we do once a month podcasts, and it's it's never serious, and it's typically bullshit. So, yeah, that's my, my tonight. Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah. it's very it's similar to this. this. Yeah, they're yeah. they're even less censored than I than than me. <laughs> no, I can't. You guys got to have me on your podcast so I can ruin oh, your 100%. show. Like, <laughs> would love to have you guys. On. Like, absolutely. Like well, Mephisto, Mephisto Unleashed. I have to keep it pretty tame when I'm a host, but like when I'm on someone else's show, oh, there is, no. there is. This is oh, this no. is uh this is Mephisto gone wild. Like I'm in Cancun. I'm not wearing a shirt. Like I'm ready to go. That's <laughs> that's what our podcast ends up being. We we bring out the weirdest in people. Like uh, uh, we had Joe Pagano on from Rage of Sigbar, and he just started giving one of our guys like parenting advice. <laughs> For like 45 minutes it was great we had marty on and it was an entire episode of him attempting to explain the the, the luminous battle tome while we shit on him the whole time it was it was it was like a roast of marty and he didn't realize it was supposed to be that He's like, oh we're gonna have you on to, to talk about the battle tome oh okay <laughs> That's kind of mean. That's kind of. Marty has his own theme music on our podcast, so he knows we love him. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and anything is that it? That's that's it. Watch the Owen Owen Five or listen to the Owen Five podcast anywhere you download your favorite podcasts. 
Yeah, we're on Spotify. That's the big one that, that that's easiest to access right now. So right on. Um, I didn't get my Joe Rogan deal, but you know we're working yeah. on it. Yeah, but one he's day. thought cancer, so it's all right. Mars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got something. There's this one person on Instagram that commented on one of my things that says, "What? Ha- oh my God, what have you done to your brushes?" I asked them, "What does he mean?" And he never fucking replied. And I know you're watching this, and I want you to tell me what I did to my brushes because it is eating me alive. I don't know what I did. They look What is wrong with that? Can you show us your brushes? I need to like know this now. <laughs> What's wrong with it? What's wrong with my brush? There's not. There's nothing wrong with your brush. I was this just the epic troll of the century? Like they just <laughs> eating at me. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Do I not paint correctly? What happened? I have two comments. Wow. What's wrong with my brush? Did I get a reply? No. Oh, like they don't want to see my brushes. Uh, this is this has become a a dry brush here. This is actually my regular brush I use. You can see that nice little. It's like a fan, one of those cool fan brushes, you know, you use. Like, yeah, that that's that's the good shit. Here we go. Here's here's a, the GW brand ones. How well I've taken care of them. Yep. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's some that's some good shit. This is great audio right now. This is my attempt at buying a. Uh, 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 what is it? The, uh, I don't know, Master Synthetic here. Look so if that. they look like that, that would Ooh. make sense, but I don't, yeah, that's... I don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I want to like... know what I fucked up. Let me know. Give me some feedback I can improve on. <laughs> what Dude, this is the greatest thought worm I think I've heard in a while. Just... I just need to do this from now on to random people when they paint. Yeah, I know. That's going to be my comment to everyone's painted model. Yo, what did you do to your fucking brushes? Oh, that that's a great looking model, but what's going up with your what's up with your brush? Yeah. <laughs> what, am I holding it wrong? Dude, what if that's like the new pickup line? I heard, by the way, I heard the most hilarious pickup line in my life that is so American it's ridiculous. Okay, go on. It's, it's very it's very crude if that's all right. Uh, as long as it's not bigoted in any of the it's slurry not, or no, bigot, no slurs or no the, bigot. Okay. Not in the slurry. I mean, I mean, rare, obviously, no. like I just let you guys go to town on dick tonight, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go, someone, you go up to someone and you say, uh, "Are you a school?" Because <laughs> I want to shoot some kids in you. Oh my. Oh no! You're welcome. It in America. Oh no! Uh, why? <laughs> that's like the that's like the third worst thing I've ever heard. I heard it on TikTok, and it was the most exciting thing I've ever heard. I think. <sighs> oh my god! I just lost so many subscribers over that one. Oh. We'll just guess them a stub again so we have to come back. That's uh that's that's the Owen Five podcast on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is me uh, tipping the hat to you, sir. 
well played, brilliant, brilliant self promotion on the backs of that joke there. So Mars hey, and people, yeah, you open up that door like them. Yeah. You gotta open it up. No, you gotta no. sell that product. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> this uh so mars you're, you're starting to throw your head hat into the content creator ring uh yeah. where you will be giving people pickup advice and no i mean um yeah really good pickup advice um no you so so uh take over mars on youtube is where they can see your stuff uh, what can they expect from your show going forward because you, you've got the one uh, episode up now it's going to do some lore stuff but a lot of this rambling type thing that you get from uh the rant cast, but I love that my 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 cool. influence is growing, and like I am slowly co-opting, you know, like the highbrow, really good content where they do like proper battle tome analysis and stuff like that. It's like me, Owen Five, and Rage of Sigmar are just like ruining content, like oh, no, yeah. no. <laughs> and like you're like, oh yeah, I want to do, I, like like do shows like Vince, no no no, do them like Meth, <laughs> like. <laughs> That first video, I was doing it. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna try to make it sound professional in that first video. And like halfway through recording, like, this sounds like shit. What's no? It's 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 not fun for me. You got to do it your way. Lean into it. Yeah, you got to yeah, do it your way, and that's the main thing. There's there's like, point. Yeah. So I just sounded so bored, and it just sounded boring. I'm like, now nah, I can't. Yeah. I'm I'm going with my rambling idea. I don't care if people don't like it. I'm going to do it for me now. Yeah, do it. Well, I mean, think about like drunk history, right? Like, um, like how yeah. that's like a stream of consciousness, like little thirty minute episode, and they're just kind of essentially rambling through it while there's like a stage acting. I mean that yeah. that almost kind of reminded me a little bit without the drunkenness. That actually kind of reminded me of like your your sort of first video is this. There's this sort of like meandering delivery of like a sort of a woven story. And then, you know, there's just, like, sort of, like, some eye candy on the screen to go with it. So, like, I, I think that's a cool style, and I don't think it's, like... Kind of where I want to go with it, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a thousand percent tapped out. Like, man reads book or, like, people going through the exact rules of a battle tome. That is every podcast. So, you want to put your, ident your identity and your spin in there and be, be you and have fun. That's really it. Any a Dear dear viewer, dear chat gang... Um, I don't view content creation as competition. I think it is it is collaboration because Mars will make a video here. I'll watch it and it will inspire me to say something on the show. Uh, the Owens come on here and just talk about dicks for three hours. Like whatever it is, there is a, a give take, a back a back and forth between like the content creators. It's such in such a close knit community. Uh, if you're thinking about doing it, just 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 fucking do it. Just do it. I talk yeah. literally for three hours with almost no production um it's not hard if, if you have an idea or you want to do something good uh you know just just do the thing and uh mars you're doing and you the know, thing at the very least us stupid shits are gonna listen to it yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah at least to hear if like you talk about me at all because like right now i know i know yeah. the sad part the saddest part for me for doing content is i don't listen to as much as i used to uh, like the longer i've done my show the more I, I like, I, like I don't listen to as many shows anymore. I, I have like a couple that I listen to now. Like I listen to Cubic Shenanigans pretty, pretty, pretty constantly. I listen to Ian and Richie's when they come out with stuff. Uh, Clint just started up Harold's of War again, so I'm gonna check out that episode because he's that's awesome. You know, Clint is awesome and just one of the sort of like blue bloods I think of content creation. 
Um, I catch Vince when I can, uh, but, like, he's a live show. And, like, for me, the live show appeal is being in chat gang, hanging out, like, talking to people who are there with you. And, and like, uh, like if it's a topic I really, really want to hear, I'll go back and listen to the VOD or whatever. But, um, you know, like, it, I understand I do a live show, and I understand the whole, the hang-ups of doing a live show. And, and, and it's, it's hard to stay on top of content when you're like, okay, every week I have to fucking have another topic. Early on, it felt easy. In quarantine, it's like, there's fucking no releases. There's nothing yeah. to even pretend to talk about at first so that I can do my rant cast thing. You know, tonight I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I know we're just – I knew tonight was just going to be this. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, we have to pretend I've got a topic. What's our topic I'm going to pretend we have so we can just do this? Like, those are harder to come by now. And so it's like I can't even pretend to, like, there's something for clickbait. Like, oh, this is the Lumineth Realm Lord episode. And they click it and they, like, get 30 minutes of me talking about Lumineth Realm Lords and then just three hours of joking about shit. Like, I like that. But it's it's so hard now, and it's I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I hope this episode should, that we could just talk about dicks for three hours. Apparently, and, and a, really a, like a, that. apparently, apparently. No, no. I I'm there sure. Market for it now. I think like, I'm gonna get roasted. Like, I think this is gonna be the most roasted, like the most roasted episode I've released in a long <laughs> time. Um, it's like, like shit talking orcs will get you roasted. Uh, shit talking. Uh, uh, talking about how much you love whatever the OP army is at the time, whatever the art, if like just pick the army that so like it, be a Seraphon sympathizer right now, like you'll get roasted. Like so, like there's a couple of ways to like get roasted the hardest, and one of them is probably whatever we did tonight. So I'm looking forward to the comments on YouTube. Uh, so if you're watching this back on YouTube, be sure to leave a comment <laughs> down below. Hit like and subscribe on the video. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't try to act like you didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the bars. Dick content. Yeah, no. This is this is as close as you're going to get to Warhammer OnlyFans until Coach starts up his Only Beards, a side shoot of OnlyFans uh, uh, channel. He's really dragging his feet on that too. No, I, the beard calendar of Age of Sigmar when? Oh. Halo is the centerpiece. Like, there's so many great beards in this. You know, like. Like, sell it for charity. We'll pick an organization that's international, like, I don't know, like Doctors Without Borders or something like that. Sell the calendar for charity. We'll sell four of them, but it will be great. <laughs> the beer. Too. Like, I don't... <laughs> uh, heavy D6, Seraphon, they hate us because they ain't us. On the flip side, I think that, like, I've got... Like, I on the flip side, I think that I have such a... a reasonable fan base the uh, i think chat gang's as awesome as chat gang is is because i do talk about op shit that's awesome and like i don't shy away from like being like hey this is awesome right now and like if you love it you're in it for the long haul so like fuck the haters like and and i think that that passion because i've always been about the passion the passion is what i care about like the passion for dick the passion for models the passion whatever it is like because i may not understand models yeah i i may not understand what you love but i understand that dick but i know dick (laughs) (laughs) but i know what passion looks like and that's what i respect um Mars, any any final closing thoughts? Uh, I feel like I took your soapbox out from underneath you there for a minute. No, no, I mean I got out what I needed to say because I, I they got the message now and they're going to come and tell me. Yeah, what's wrong with your brushes? The, yeah. yeah, and if they don't, 
I'm gonna be back on here. I'm gonna jump in next week at the end. Yeah. And do this all over again. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with my goddamn brushes? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, this time, this time I won't be angry. I'll be sobbing. Yeah, you've got all this like you've got all this like these wall hangings like they'll be like covered up with pictures like uh, Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia and like you'll have like the like any old pictures of your brushes with like freaking yarn between them and you're like look at the brush in this picture and you'll like go full Charlie (laughs) PowerPoint going through it all. This is how I hold it. Ooh. What's wrong with this? Ooh, the Vince Venturella like PowerPoint. <laughs> You'll bust it out like. <laughs> that's when you know it's spicy. You bust out the PowerPoint. That's when you know it's cereal. <laughs> All right. Years from now, I'll still be going on about this. The, the brushes. Yeah, no, I get it. This is this is clearly haunting you. Oh man, this is a great episode. This is like this is like the utter flip side of last week. Where, like, don't get me wrong, last week was great, but last week was, like, all business and serious and, you know, hey, what was on, so it's, it's going to be fucking funny because he's just got that, that deadpan. But uh, this I was... I feel like we were pretty serious at the start. We tried. <laughs> we tried so hard. <laughs> it was... And got so far. But in the end, it yeah, doesn't... Oh, rip Chester, buddy. You lost the <laughs> battle with depression. Oh. oh, way to fucking bring me down at the end, dude. <laughs> Well, all right. I am mayhem. We'll always I am have chaos. the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. We'll always have we'll always have uh we'll always have Rantcast eighty one and the dicks that brought us together. <laughs> the yeah, the dick episode. Alright. Alright, chat gang, you are the show within the show. You're the reason we do this thing. Remember to drink your milk, pay your taxes, and I will see you next week. Good night, gentlemen. Thanks for hanging out with me. That's right. Thanks for having us. See you guys, thank um, you.